And hello. Welcome back to True Literate. Hi, welcome to True Literate. I am Sunny D. I am Petty Manis. Hey, and Manis. I need a pedicure. Girl, me too. <laughs> this is True Literate. <laughs> it's True Literate. Your, your weekly <laughs> dose uh-huh. of black bullshit. Yeah, her shenanigans still didn't shave about and we are joined by two guests this week. Dos. This is Hoda and Yasmin. They are from Coffee Talk XO. Is it Coffee Talk XO or just Coffee, Coffee Talk? Talk? XO. Okay, yeah. just want to make sure I got it right. Cute. Um, they are two brown girls who are also in the podcast game. Brown babies. They've interviewed El Varner, so um. Ooh. Yeah, I know they're fancy. Yes. They're fancy. Welcome. <laughs> hey, hey. Thank y'all for coming. Of course. I appreciate it. Fair slip game. Really? Really? It's a lifestyle. Yeah. It's real recognizable. Yeah. Thanks, Yeah. I am. Real familiar. Hoda and I go way back. Like, way back. Like, before me and Sunny D back. Yeah. Like I was a freshman in high school back. I mean, not in high school, in college back. I was like, uh, I said, you know, you knew Petty before pre woke Petty. Yeah, she knew Petty before I had dreads, Petty. Mm-hmm. Like oh. the first set. Yeah. I oh, think that was like way back. That was khaki pants. Yeah. Remember? Oh Jesus. Okay. Yeah, it was bad. Tell oh me about it. Jesus. It Tell a, me about it. It was a grope. Oh, it really <laughs> was. Talk about a trying time in my life. Look how greasy my lashes are from doing my hair. Mm mm. <laughs> Well, at least welcome to Natural Hair, guys. It is well, so cute. Thank welcome, you. Welcome, 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 welcome. Welcome to the show. Um, another welcome week. Um, we here. Yeah. I made it. Made Seen it. Seen the sun another Marley. day. They haven't killed me yet, y'all. Right. Um, shout out to Art Soul Life. Shout out to Art Soul Life. Mm-hmm. He tweets that every day. I know. And he lives. Um, so, uh. In case y'all didn't know, we start the show every week with uh, what are you here for? What are you not here for? That's pretty much like what do you give your stamp of approval for? What do you give your stamp of disapproval for? Mm-hmm. So, um, don't, um, Sunny D can go first. <laughs> <laughs> Why me? Because you switch it up, you know? It's a new year. Uh, it's a new year. I don't know that song. I don't know either. I just I made know. it up. I was like, wait. <laughs> So, Sunny D can go first. Okay. Um, <laughs> All right. Uh, I guess what I am here for this week, I... Shit. I'll just go. Um, I Thanks. am... I, I know. I am here for black pep rallies. Oh, cute. The kids at the school had a pep rally, like, in the past, like, week or so, and my pep rally in high school was, like, not real like it was like literally the jazz band and the motherfucking orchestra like yeah (laughs) right (laughs) so like no pep and then coming to a black pep rally and it's just like these niggas like throwing the goddamn beat on the motherfucking windows of the gym like (laughs) but just the dance team and the motherfucking majorettes and the goddamn color guard (laughs) and it's just like yes 
happy. It is like I finally understand. Like this is a point of a pep rally. Like it's meant to make the hoes buck and the hoes were a buck. (laughs) They were knocking and bucking and ready to fight. Yes. Hmm. Um. Oh, I know what I'm here for. I'm here. Shout out to (laughs) shout out to my roommate Bree. Hello. Hey, Bree girl. Um, for braiding my hair for me before I got here, so I was late. Braiding my hair. Yeah, I was like, Bree, you ready to braid my hair? As Mario would say. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then she was like, Yeah, I'm coming. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, she took on the task of braiding all of this hair. Um, she was like, Yeah, I'll do it. She didn't. She didn't know what she was getting herself into, y'all. And I. And then at some point, she was like, Whew. And I was like, You need to split it up into three braids. Oh my four. god. <laughs> she was like, Yeah. I was like, mm-hmm. Yes. So I got this cute little ditty. And then she did this one. She was like, it's not going to be neat. Because I was like, yeah, I got to get to the radio show. She was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so when I get back home, we might split this into two. I don't know. Can you give us a little <laughs> tip down? Ooh. Yes, with the little, like, the little gather in the bag. Thanks, Bree. Be cute. Yeah, I was like, sometimes my hairdresser has to put it like a third one, random one, because I have so much hair. Oh. Well, some of us don't have that problem. Because yeah. <sighs> some of us have thin and fine hair, so... Yeah, because Brie told me to stop complaining because she wishes she had thick hair because she has thin hair. I mean, fine hair. And, you know. She was like, I wish I had hair, hair like this. I was struggle. like, mm. I mean, washing my hair when I did have, a, like, a loose natural was very quick. So that's the upside. Yeah. Because it wasn't much to wash. <laughs> All right. What about y'all two? What are you here for? Um, yeah, we do. What are you not here for after? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm I'm definitely here for, like, Black girls doing black girls. Yeah. Yes. I'm roommate doing, bonding. Yeah. I've been doing my sister's hair oh. this past week. And then I also did like my coworkers' hair. So it's just oh, been like cool. a lot of like black girl loving old black girl. Vibes, That's so. very mm-hmm. cute. Yeah. It was a very cute situation. Yeah. <laughs> very cute. We're watching with Wonka Chocolate Factory. Oh, That's, That's the one with Gene Wilder. R.I.P. Gene Wilder. Boy, Gene he said it gone, but he, he living, living through, through me. me. He is. I love that movie, and I love him for it. Um, it's cute. <laughs> I know, I love it. I still prefer the one with Johnny Depp, but... I like both of them, but Brie asked me, she was like, which one do you like better? And I was like, well, I love the one with Johnny Depp, because I love Johnny Depp, but mm-hmm. also the original started the obsession, so I have to go with the original. All right. I, could, I appreciate that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's great. And what about you? All right. Well, I just didn't want to breathe like all in your face. <laughs> Sorry, but I'm here for this. I'm Aww. loving the collaboration. Thank you. I'm re- like, this is a highlight, especially yeah. after work and all that. This is nice. On a side note, y'all are our first note. episode and our first guest of our second year. Of yes, trillion. Uh, they also came to the the motherfucking. Uh, no. The motherfucking um, <laughs> the happy com- hour. Yes, that oh, was sorry, it. I Common Praxis. Oh Thank y'all for coming so through. Shout out to Thank DJ Rockaway and the Away Team. And if you missed out, that's on you. Yeah, <laughs> there'll be another one actually next <laughs> week. No, week it's after. The last, yeah, it's the last Wednesday of every month. Yeah. Or the third Wednesday of every month. Sorry. It's third or last. I don't know. I think it's third. I think it's. I think it's third. <laughs> <laughs> Let's I think look it's, it up. I think it's third Wednesday. 
day. Yeah. It feels like something tells me third. third. Something, yeah. something in my spirit. And your soul. Something the but ancestors like, are telling me is the third. <laughs> but I feel like it's the ancestors. They telling me it's the third Wednesday yeah. of every month. But I feel like Let's sometimes the third one wrong. has been the last one. So it just so happens that yeah. the third is the last. But I'm pretty sure it's the third. Yeah, me too. Y'all um, need to let us know so we can promote it as well. Yeah. Oh my god. But yes. I don't know if we're. I don't know if we're hosting the next, the next one. one. I mean, I might pop through. I mean, we probably come. You know come through yeah you know shout out to dj rockaway and our way team Thank or whatever you. we appreciate you if you listening live you should go hit them up after you're done listening to the show at yeah. the dragons at the dragons at the tipping tip perm it's very free very free and very fun and then upstairs is latin night mm-hmm. it's a fun time um next thing is what we're not here for um <clears throat> i'm not here for the motherfucking uh no. The goddamn geckos that have a habit of like sliding through the cracks, and I'm constantly finding them in my house. I think I've killed a total of nine geckos. Oh they're like small baby ones. Oh, the too. ones that's like see through? No, no, no. They're, <laughs> they're not see through. <laughs> we can see through ones. They're not see through. They're just like they're Why like the they're like flesh colored, not my flesh. Like taupe. Like <laughs> like 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 mayo colored, like mayo flesh. <laughs> Beige persuasion. <laughs> like they would not. No, they would pass as a paper bag test because they're very, 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 very light. Very light. Very the lightest of light skin. Light bright. Light bright. Like damn near albino. Yeah. Like white. Are you still trying to find the. <laughs> I mean, I didn't want to say it, but thanks. <laughs> Just like white, yes. Yes, I'm still trying to find it. Yeah, I'm not here for those. Um, Who wants to get dance? Sunny D, you can go next. I mean, you was gone for the past couple of weeks, so I forgot who you were. So <laughs> it takes me a second. It takes a second. Uh, what am I not here? Oh, look, my phone's on. Um, mm. Whatever. Mm, You're mm, used to mm. it by now. Um, shit. I'm not here for people and their, like, impatient-ass driving. Mm. It's like we're at a red light. The light turns green. And you were already honking your horn. Like, the light's only been green for, like, 0.5 seconds. Like, you need to calm down. I wonder where people, like, how quick their reaction time is. Because I always feel like I just saw the light turn green. Yeah. And their hand is already on the, like, the honker. Yeah, and it's like, what are you doing? Like, I'm just waiting for this motherfucker. I'm just waiting. It's also, where are you going? Right. We live in New Orleans. Nobody's ever on time for anything. Exactly. Where do you think you're going? So I'm just not here for I that. Like when people do that, I just stay at the I light. I also go real slow. No, I stay at the I'm light like, until sh- it's my favorite when it's a one lane. So I just stay at the light until <laughs> that bitch powerful. is yellow, yes. and then right before it turns red, I fly off. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. What's my name? Petty man is Petty. so. Petty. I mean, don't Petty. fucking honk at me, please. I hate that. Because it's also so like I understand. Like I get annoyed if somebody's like been at the light and it's like, all right, we've been here for like maybe a minute and it's like, why are we sitting at the green light? Mm-hmm. But also, don't honk at me right after the light turns green because yeah. people in New Orleans don't be. They be like, oh, it's yellow. I'ma still go. They be running red lights. I'm not but trying also, to get hit. But then also, can you just like wait? A yeah. literal second. A liter- like, like literal second. Like an actual second. second. Not exaggerating. Like a, a literal second. Because like my foot hasn't even like made it. It hasn't even grazed over to the accelerator yet. Also, it made me mad this one time. It's like old lady was crossing the street and the light turned green. She was still crossing. And then they honked at me. I'm like, you don't see this old ass woman? <laughs> <laughs> you don't see a memo trying to cross the street? I have gotten confirmed common practice, which is a happy hour, is every last Wednesday. Oh, 
not the third. Wait, who told so you that? So it must have been the. I saw it on the the flyer. Oh, okay, cool. So it must have been the wrong ancestor was telling me that. <laughs> yeah. It was had to have been the wrong. It had to have been somebody else's ancestors. Must have been one of them lizards I killed. <laughs> I'm also mine. not here for people being fake deep, but we'll guess. I mean, we can get to that later. I mean, I can say that. I'm not here for people who are fake deep, so you can take that topic. <laughs> that we'll talk about that on the break. Yeah, <laughs> it's real. So. It's not about even fake deep, though. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. I'll talk about a whole different person. Oh. Ooh. We'll talk about it later. I think we can talk about the same person, though. No, we're not. Oh. We're talking about two different people. Okay. Well, what are you not here for? <laughs> um, let's see. I'm not here for people with rude customer service thank you mm-hmm. like it makes me so mad you know you chose to work at but, like, not, right. but like and i didn't do anything to you that's not my problem <laughs> thank you oh but then also it's like that's like that's your job right like, you're getting paid for like it. your job is like it's in your description phone. is to be nice to me <laughs> it's to serve like you know cu- like you're like it right. says you work in Customer service? service? Your own service? No, no. it's customer service. Not self-service. Thank you. That's the gas this, station. This is customer. That's that's like somebody saying, oh, you got to make a lesson to teach these kids about like alleles and gene frequency. It's like, well, bitch, that's my job. What else? Why am I getting mad at that? Duh. Oh, not, not again. Not today. Oh, I got to teach again. Like, oh, bitch. No. Duh. <laughs> Oh, damn, I got to answer these phones. When you a telemarketer. Like, that's your goddamn job. Is that my fault you chose to work for Sally Mae? That's your literal goddamn job. You're a goddamn mine. My God. Um, I just don't, I don't understand. Does anybody have anything else that they want to add for being here or not here for? What makes you, wait, just so she can say it on here, what makes you mad about people being fake deep? I will say that what bothers me about people who are fake deep is that they don't do the actual work to be come actually on, deep. Come you know on. what I mean? It's like fake deep is the surface, and that's easy. That's like reading the byline of deepness. So, Ooh, reading you know, the byline yeah, of deepness. The byline of deepness is way too easy. So like, You got to yeah. read the footnote, my the nigga. Footnote. You got to read the footnote to the footnote. The footnote to the footnote, supplemented mm. by an epilogue, prologue, and, and then some. And the yeah. bibliography. Right. And, and the references. You got, that means you got to click, click the, the link. Yeah. <laughs> you read the title. Yeah. You got to <laughs> read the headline. You got to click the link. All and the way. You got to read past the read more. You have to read more. You got to go to page two. You gotta watch this 30 second ad. And then you also, also, when it says like from this article, you have to click that little thing when it's blue. Yeah. It's the hyperlink. Exactly. And then the when you go to the hyperlink, the you have hyperlink. to say, make Y'all. sure you're not a robot and yes. type in the caption. The caption. Yes. Yes. I, think, yes. I, I think that's click it. All I think the that's doing the work. That are the storefront, I, baby. Thank you. <laughs> Which, where is the grass? <laughs> How many like, how many tigers are each in these photos? My favorite is when it like it asks a question like which like click all the pictures that that, of that, a tiger? that have grass in them and it's like okay this store has like a literal like a potted plant like does that count? Because then if because then like if you don't click it it's like hey, bitch if this thing picks me out. I'm about to be no. mad. And then you also have to get past like the do this survey to read the rest oh. of this article. Yeah. Oh no, see now, see that's the work. That's the work that I'm not about I to was do. Like, Ooh. Yeah. No, that's the that's Google the work. I'm, that's the work I'm not doing. I'm not doing. One time that. I did it, I was like, damn, I really want to read this article. It's a scam. Yeah. But it's it didn't a, ask my email. It just was like, do you uh, read this? Do you come to this website often? 
What do you? Know. Why do you read it? I the worst like, is when they're like, no, 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 no. Put your email in. I'm like, see you. Too much, Mm-mm, Joanne. That really I know stops what you're doing, me, girl. <laughs> it's like I know what you're doing, Joanne. <laughs> bitch. Come, look, read this and learn all about this, but you have to put your email in first. See, that's where you, you lost? log into your Gmail and have four emails <laughs> from one article. <laughs> <laughs> you're like way too deep. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, you went too in deep. Too deep. Like we didn't ask you to incept on Inception, my nigga. We just said <laughs> to yeah. type the capture. But some people they don't make it that far. Some niggas don't make it that far. I just be worried about people, y'all. I don't. (laughs) 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 All right, we're gonna take a music break and then we're gonna come back and uh, have a little conversation. My forehead is sticky, though. Crazy.
Space. <laughs> Welcome back and to Trail Literate. I'm Patty Manis. I'm Sunny D. And we're joined by Hoda and Yasmin from Coffee Talk XO. Hey. Hi. Um, so we're gonna have like our quick little like before we get into the real real, we're gonna have like a quick little like jiggity joke section. Um a little trill. There was a roast of Rob Lowe, who was the happy guy perpetually from Parks and Rec, in case anyone doesn't know. He's the white guy who came and who was like on a like a health kick or some shit and was like perpetually happy. He had a roast on Comedy Central, which is where people just like make jokes at his expense. I feel like I know who Rob Lowe is not from Parks and Rec. He was in something else too. But Let's um see. Ann Coulter oh, he was in like a lot of shit. Ann Coulter was like, there um and she somehow ended up getting involved in the roast. And I was fine with some of the comments, but then there were some of them that got like really out of hand. Um, there was one joke where someone said, uh, she seems stiff and conservative, but Anne gets wild in the seats. Just ask the clan. Because like Ann Coulter is kinda like racist and wild and like <laughs> reckless. So like it's like very funny and like, like makes Right. And like uh-huh. makes digs at her uh-huh. like being That's like ridiculous. And then it kinda got a little like this is kind of out of hand where it was like, I haven't heard you laugh this hard since Trayvon Martin got shot, which was just like, okay, y'all like I get it's a roast supposed to be controversial, but it's just like, and I get, she's like, no, y'all can feel free to like talk. And like, I know she's supposed to like, like that, like that's a point of it, but it's like, y'all, that was like a lot. And then someone said, Ann Coulter looks so much like a truck stop transvestite whore that I saw Jeff Ross run to an ATM just before the show. 
in 56 days till Halloween, and I see Ann Coulter still wearing her skeleton costume. Um, is he white or black? Ann Coulter needs to know so that she can hate him. Oh Why gosh. is Ann Coulter here tonight? Because Right to Lifers want everyone to see what an abortion looks like up close. And then someone said, uh, I just realized that I'm not the only athlete up here tonight. Ann Coulter won the Kentucky Derby. Pretty much like, Saying that she looks like a horse. Ouch. My face. And so I saw it and I saw the video that was like the best roast of Ann Coulter. And it was like, oh, it's like, okay, y'all, like I get it. Like she like she's kinda like a shitty person, so it's okay to make fun of her. But then I was just like, was that okay to do? Like, did you like like did people go too far? Do y'all like <laughs> they're yeah, like I think <laughs> I think people always go a little bit too far, especially yeah. with the internet nowadays. No, no, no. This was live. Like this was like on, like on, on like she was present, like in person. And they yeah, were saying yeah, yeah. this out loud. The purpose of a roast is to like make to make fun of someone, and so like ribs, right? It's kind of like ribbing, but it's like ribbing. Exactly like everyone's like coming to rib one person for like an hour and a half or some shit. She was just there. This wasn't even for her. Yeah, sometimes, but, but sometimes that's what they do. Like they pick like out people in the crowd. Made jokes at her expense. Yeah, like if, if you're like in the crowd and you're important or if you're on the panel of people to roast that person, you get roasted too. Like everybody yeah. gets roasted. The person gets roasted the most is the person it's an honor for. I mean, if she was roasted like, like about who she was like as a person and things that she said specifically, but I think like it's crossing a boundary whenever you start to kind of like draw other yeah. topics that people are like really sensitive to right now. Um, right. Just kind of makes it fucked up because it's like no longer is it about Rob Lowe. No longer is it even about her anymore. It's just like gone off the deep end. With right. That. So. Because I, um, it was like, I think I was okay with the one that said she seems stiff. She seems stiff and conservative, but Anne gets wild in the sheets, just acts the clan. Like that one, I was like okay with because it's like. Because it's about how her and her beliefs. Right, and that yeah. she's like damn near white supremacist. Yeah. And then and someone. Then, like, she's like the clan and she's yeah. right. Funny, funny, funny. Someone made a joke about the number of books she's written and then said and plus the other the book yeah, yeah that one that the, the, and, and, and like again like that was funny like drawing compares she's like she's a political figure right mm -hmm. but yeah, it was just was like her laughing this mouth. hard and like the Trayvon Martin thing and then calling her a horse and then talking about kind of comparing her to like transsexual people and it's just like y'all this is transgender people excuse me I don't know where that came from but it's just like a lot of that is just like, yo, that's not like these jokes are getting like out of hand yeah, because these jokes are using someone else's like life as like a way to punch, like to, to like make a punchline. So you're yeah. putting someone down to bring someone down. Like yeah. it's like that's like a lot of thing about comedy. It's like a fine line because like a lot of time comedy is offensive mm -hmm. um, because offensive is like funny or whatever. And it's like shocking and blah, 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 you know. Right, and I also want to bring that up because I s didn't really see any articles about how bad that was. Because I pictured, had that been someone else mm -hmm. who people liked, mm -hmm. there would have been so many like think pieces and articles <laughs> written and like outrage and this and that about it. Like, not likeable. And so I was wondering, was like, if, Ooh, right, mm -hmm. that if it's like people allowed it because like she's like we like love to hate Ann Coulter, but it's just like y'all, like it's not cool. That was it. I just wanted to um, 
chit chat about that. I saw that on the internet this week. And then my second thing is that I just wanted to. Um, I haven't had petty comments in a while. It's, petty comments is a section where I just like comment on whatever. It's what. I was saying it's time for. Go. You I don't, don't want to do it. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't done it in a while, so I don't remember what it sounds oh, like. You just say petty comments and you move the mic. So you can oh, it's <laughs> it's been a long time. <laughs> for petty comments. All right, go ahead. And now it's time for petty comments. <laughs> <laughs> wow. God damn, I forgot. I was watching the Life series on Netflix, and I've come to realize that plants are the baddest bitches on the planet. Anyway, what were you watching? Life. On what? Netflix. Night Life is a series afterwards made by the people who made Planet Earth. Oh, cute. But like currently cuz Planet Earth is a little bit dated. Okay. It's like it's not incorrect, but it's just like everyone's seen it. It's like okay, like something new. So they made one called Life. I think there's like nine episodes. There's also one called Africa, which is about like animals and Saharas and like people. So I suggest you watch. I mean, I like both of them and they're all on Netflix. But this one about plants. Um, plants might honestly be pettier than me. Have you ever seen The Mist? The movie? Yeah. I think I've heard about it. Oh, okay. So everybody knows that plants need energy to live, right? Sun, energy, right, photosynthesis. and like yeah, I guess yeah, like yeah, sun, yeah. water, love, care, you know, all that good stuff. Like the whole, well, that's chlorophyll. A, yeah, mm-hmm. all those things, science terms. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, one thing that plants need is nitrogen. The only way you can really get it is some plants who live in the ground have like these like weird mold things on their roots that they're like born with to like help them get nitrogen. Um. Some other plants have have to get it from from other places. Venus flytraps get their, their nitrogen from the bugs that they eat. There's this plant whose name is a sundew, and it looks kind of like a little like hand sort of thing, like 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 a palm of a hand, and it had and it has fingers all over the top. Look it up. I know what it looks like. I mean, but we want to know. I'm really googling it right Thank now. you. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. It has what? I'm, I'm telling the story. Uh, it has little fingers all on it. They kind of like used hairs. To be sitting right here, looking and at I you. know I'm not used to it. She's <laughs> listening across from me. It has like little hairs all on it, and at the end of each at, at the end of each hair is a little ball. The ball secretes this like sticky, slimy stuff. Um, yeah, just mm. like that. Um, so mm. it has a hand, and that like it has these. These little bally balls on the on the end of stalks all on it. On those little bally balls, some like sticky sweet stuff comes out, and bugs like to eat it. So the mosquitoes that tend to grow around them, they'll come out. They can't resist this sweet stuff, so they'll stick onto it. When they touch the little bally ball, it like they get stuck to it like a like a like mouse trap. Mm-hmm. And then the plant then folds its fingers over the mosquito and yeah. essentially drowns it because every time it touches on it it like makes the bug get stuck more and more and more and more oh. so eventually it drowns the mosquito secretes some like digestive bacteria shit to digest the mosquito and then when it's done it just unpeels and the dried mosquito skin just like flows away and the plant like continues oh my God, to they live. Showed this on the documentary i need to watch it 
so crazy. But that's not okay. the crazy one. My favorite is called, I had to write it down, um, is the Sandhill Milkweed. It's just like a milkweed plant. If you've ever popped open a stem of a plant and there's been that like weird white stuff in it, that's a milkweed. Mm-hmm. Um, all plants have to get fertilized where they grab pollen from one plant and bring it to another plant. Mm-hmm. And then like they like have plant sex and then like plant sex. it's all over. It looks just like that. Birthday um, sex. So it has these like weird like white flowers on them. That sounds real all like of, sexy botanical sex. All a flower does. Sounds steamy. It really is. It's wild. It's like wild no, botanical like sex. I'm about to tell you how I bet she has a porn is. name. Oh my god. I don't watch porn, Can so I, I'm just you gonna let me you gonna let me tell my you gonna let me about this milk sex. You gonna let me tell my story? Yes, go ahead. Um go ahead. So Every plant has to get pollen from one plant and then put it on another so they have botanical sex and then they have like plant babies. <laughs> Girl, we're gonna have some botanical sex tonight. <laughs> I'm gonna text that to a Tinder boy. Okay. Can I? All right, so they have botanical sex. In the <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Thank she you. She said it first, though. And Why so, um, <laughs> monarch butterflies love the milkweed plant. Mm-hmm. So when a monarch butterfly c- comes around to get some nectar, it also secretly tries to pull the okie doke and will lay its eggs on the leaves, the petals, the leaves, the leaves, the leaves of the milkweed plant. Mm-hmm. So the leaves develop, the caterpillars, I mean the little like pupae things grow mm-hmm. to like little baby calipil- caterpillars. To like larva. Yeah. Caterpillars, though. <laughs> it's larva. And then, cali- and then it comes to caterpillar. Cater- caterpillar. Caterpillars. <laughs> I know what I'm saying. <laughs> okay, come on. Thank you. The baby caterpillars, <laughs> like I said, <laughs> mm. come out of the little sack that they're in, mm-hmm. and they need to eat. So they eat the leaves because that's all they that's all they can eat is these milkweed plants. This also very petty of the the plant that is all you can eat so the <laughs> caterpillar goes to bite the like veins and the leaves and it secretes that white stuff when it comes out the plant gets i mean the caterpillar can get stuck or the milkweed milk can like glue their mouth shut so they will like starve and die <laughs> The only ones that can make it through are, like, the big, strong ones. The big, strong ones then grow up and they're able to escape the wrath of the goddamn milkweed. <laughs> and so they get to the point where they get bigger and stronger and it's time for them to, like, make their, like, chrysalis or whatever the fuck. And so they're like, okay, which I have to eat, so what am I going to do? So they go to the bottom of the milkweed plant and they, like, strategically bite the main vein of the plant, and then drain it of its milk. So it's like, well, bitch, I got you because I'm about to eat in peace. And so it then goes and it eats everything it needs to eat and it's munching and crunching and munching and crunching. And then it forms a chrysalis. Ten days later, the new butterflies come out. Mm-hmm. Um, when the butterflies come out, the milkweed plant happens to flower at the same time. All a flower is for a plant is just this pretty thing for like bugs to like come and get some. To have, it's just like a pretty thing. So (laughs) when you smell a flower, that's just a way for a plant to be like, come and get me. Mm -hmm. And so the plant has these these 
really weird petals that have these like really weird like dippy grooves in them and in the dippy grooves is the pollen that has to get transferred from one place to another well <laughs> these little dippy grooves are perfectly sized for monarch butterfly legs so when the monarch the newly hatched butterfly goes to get some pot to get some nectar some sweet nectar from the milkweed plant it has to put its feet somewhere so the feet fall into the little dip, the little dippity dip. dip, dip it pulls dip, some dip. pollen up and then it goes to the next flower to get some more and then put some pollen down. Therefore, the plants have botanical sex. <laughs> now, <laughs> you say come and get me and then it made me. The killer kicker, my favorite part of that is. Milkweed plant goes through all that bullshit and does all that Mm -hmm. to really just say, but at the end, you still did what I wanted you to do. (laughs) Help me have botanical sex. Thank you, because I'm too lazy to do it on my own. Botanical sex. So why not just go ahead and give you a little sweet nectar or whatever. You want this. It's whatever. I guess it helps your stupid ass out. All of these things are very sexual. But it really just like, I mean, it's plant sex. Like, that's what it is. I know. Like I, can't I mean, make come an... get this sweet nectar. No, but that's, that's what me. you're that's what you're doing. <laughs> and then they Ooh, dip in it, and then they act sex. like the the butterflies are not like purposefully like I'm gonna pollinate this plant. Yeah, it's just like I'm coming I mean, to get I food, and it's just much. like oh, I went to school. well, bitch, you touched a little bit of pollen, and then when you go get some more food because you're always hungry, <laughs> you do the work for me. That's Living it. life. Literally everything that plants do are petty. It's petty. Literally. Yeah. Plants are the ultimate scammers. <laughs> Liars. No, like the only reason that plants have fruit is so that animals eat them and then shit their seeds out somewhere else. Yeah. So that I don't have to go and spray my seeds myself. Like that is so lazy and so petty. Mm-hmm. I is. honestly truly identify with a plant and I realized <laughs> that. Which plant? All plants. <laughs> Every plant. But like, so. What is my favorite plant? No, I was about to say, so the the movie, The Mist, is real petty because the plants, like, secreted this gas that made the humans kill themselves because they were like, I'm tired of your fuck shit. (laughs) (laughs) Basically, they were like... That's not real. It's not real. It's a movie. Scientifically. Scientifically? (laughs) (laughs) Impossible. Yeah, but it's a movie. It's so, not. It's, it's a science fiction. It. It's scientifically inaccurate. Whatever. It's a science fiction movie, and the plants are like, y'all fucking shit up on my planet. Yeah. Y'all making life hard for me, so I'm just gonna knock one y'all like off. Botanical Hunger Games. It really? is, and we lost. Yeah. Yeah. More recent. And then once enough people were dead, they were like, all right, <laughs> <laughs> we're done. Wait, was it the mist? I don't know what it was, but, but it like the mist. that was like the wake. I was just watching that, and I was just like, "My God!" Oh, I think the mist was with them spiders. Like, I was just like, "My God!" Like, I don't know. Just like, yeah, you can drain my leaves and eat my leaves, but at the end of the day, like, but you're still gonna do what I want, right? No matter how much you think you got me by draining my milkweed, like, sorry, the happening. Okay. Mm-hmm. What is the mist then? The mist is a movie where like they like trapped in that. Um, yeah gas station or something there's like giant bugs or something yeah that come like it's some on some alien type shit yeah I like science fiction movies that was it I just wanted to let everyone else experience the love of plants that I have so I think you really should go and watch um life and watch the plants episode that's my favorite
Because you realize that plants are like also low-key animals. Yeah. When they speed them up, they look like animals. Like there's a plant that has like little talons on it and it like crawls up a tree. Oh my God, that's creepy. That's creepy. It's wild. Wait, what did you say your favorite plant was? I didn't. It's oh. the acacia tree. Because the acacia tree has acacia ants on the inside, and the acacia ants protect this tree till the like to the death, <laughs> like so much so that if you look at the bottom of an acacia tree, like literally nothing grows directly under it. That's loyalty. Because the loyal true ride or fucking die. Give me some ants. If you step in the clearings on a like, if you look down, there's a literal halo of like dirt. Where no grass grows, nothing. If anything falls, like if a baby bird falls there, like the ants quickly just like eat it up. Damn. Because the acacia tree gives them thorns to hide in and protection, and then they give the tree protection. Is that symbiotic relationships? Mm-hmm. Ooh. Because mm-hmm. we both have been, well, I mean, it's symbiosis because it's a relationship, but it's mm-hmm. mutualism. Thanks. Because we both benefit. Yeah. Yeah. Science terms. Yeah. That was it. Cute. And that was Petty Comments. <laughs> I like it. Thanks. Mm-hmm. So everyone go watch the Life series. Go watch the Africa series. Go watch Planet Earth if you really mm-hmm. want to watch that. Just story. go down to Netflix documentary Wormhole. Yeah. You'll learn some stuff and then you'll be there for like 20 hours. It just For real though, watch the plant one and just picture that with me telling the stories because then you realize just how funny it is <laughs> <laughs> also all the food documentaries are great we're gonna take a break yeah and then we'll be back, we'll be back to talk about what we came to talk about mm-hmm. Too ill 
eating these rappers like they appetizers. Why these baby fags on my dick like a pacifier? Did it doing them, had to restock my whole attire. Shaka flow, versatile, spitting through the fire. Hot 97 posted up, it's a new designer. You're a no no, rappers hot like so so. I'm all you vanilla, shake it some cocoa. Don't fuck with men to keep my carry very solo. Do, do this shit, especially haters all in my recipes. Often basic rappers is my motherfucking specialty. To a set of lima beans and some celery. So how you hating on the come up? Don't be mad, little mama, get your funds up. You want a war? Let me see you get your fun up. Therabreds, let me see you throw your guns up. Guillotine, head gone. I'm talking greasy. I'm slept on. In the club, getting saucy with a red bone. Getting those straps all on my, my iPhone. Guillotine, head gone. Bad bitch, I'm slept on. In the club, getting saucy with a red bone. Getting those straps all on my, my iPhone. Perspective minds.
But hi, sorry, hello. Hi. Hey, Ty. Um, so you guys talking about microaggressions? Um, we are. I guess we're doing that right now. So we're uh, about to get oh. there. <laughs> we oh, were. We day, were like on day. break, about to start doing that. But we can talk no about it now. Welcome back to True Litter. Bye, Welcome Ty back to True Litter. <laughs> have you read that? Um, have you read the? Oh, sorry. We are also joined by Hoda and <laughs> by um. By Hoda and Yasmin from hey, Coffee Hoda Talk Yasmin. XO. Hey, y'all. Hey, guys. Hey. Hey, hey, this is Ty. Ty and I go back to college. Hi. Hey, boo. He's a sweet angel baby. Yeah, precious baby angel. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah. Okay. Um, tell me more about myself. A microaggression, just for all the people who don't know, is defined as just like a, a small version of racism that not necessarily racism, of some sort of, like, injustice against a minority group that is um, in a day-to-day part of their life. It's not It's not as big as, like, let's lynch these niggas, but it's something small, like, oh, my God, your hair is so cute for a black girl sort of thing, where it's, like, these, like, backhanded compliments, like, low-key the white version of a read. But like, right. not yeah, really. Yeah. But like, not but it really. It like, read. it's not. Okay. Um, microaggression. I just gave. I know. The but I'm gonna read the like a definition too. Just, just 
for the dumb people. Like, I, I, that's I what, that was the dumbed down fake version. Fake I know. I'm going to read the, the not dumbed down version. Microaggression is a term coined by psychiatrist and Harvard University professor Chester M. Pierce in 1970 to describe insults and dismissals he regularly witnessed non-black Americans inflict on African Americans. Uh, extended the term to include similar questions directed at women. Mary Rowe did this, and those of different abilities, religions, and/or socially marginalized groups. Eventually, the term came to encompass the casual um, degradation of any social marginalized group, such as the poor and the disabled. There you go. Um. So I was gonna I was gonna talk about the Solange story, but we'll just wait for a little bit. Um, we'll come back to that. Um, have any of you experienced microaggressions? I called because I literally just was assaulted with microaggression at like, work. Like just now? <laughs> yeah, well, like an hour ago. Tell oh me God. more. So I was, I'm like training at this new job and I was behind the bar and there's this Italian festival going down out on our street. And um, the bartender like looks at me, he looks outside and he's like, oh, it's just trash. It's just trash. And I'm like, what do you mean? And he was like, Oh, this only people that go to this festival is trash. Like they're all from the Bronx and from from Washington Heights. And I was just like, That's... "What? <laughs> like, what are you trying to say? Ew. Like, are you, like poor people are trash. Like these neighborhoods are also like primarily black. Are you saying like black people are trash? Like, I don't know. Like just <laughs> just like typical like." white people shit like and i can't say nothing it's like a new job so like but i don't know i mean like i if i had a penny for every time someone does that to me like in the workplace i'd be a millionaire bitch (laughs) (laughs) um is is that a microaggression or is that macroaggression i feel like that's like very like like that's like feels very overt and very like di- you know what I mean. But it's so kind of like around the way to yeah. where I feel like it's like it's micro because okay. if you were to like call him out on it, he'd be like, "What? No, that's not no, what I meant." You know, those not. people are just like they're rude. You know, yeah. You're not like yeah. those people. Yeah. You're not. Then it becomes then, a micro. Then, then, then it becomes. Then it crosses yeah. into <laughs> microaggression territory. Then he'll keep uh, building like, on top of I it. I thought about it. I thought about it after, and I, I wish I would have been like, I was, like, born and raised in Washington Heights. Like, what? <laughs> you should have just lied and said but, it. <laughs> I should have, but, you know, I no think about these things after. Hindsight's twenty twenty, time. Whatever. But uh, thank you for calling through. Sorry okay. you had to deal thank with that. Thank you guys for having me. Yeah, I'm sorry, sorry you had to deal with that. <laughs> it's okay. I think, but I think I'm like... making money. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's, that that's how you do it. You take that white money and you laugh. Saving for those Rihanna Pumas that come out in the morning. <laughs> Shut oh the God. fuck up, Ty. bitch. Those creepers. Oh <laughs> but I think people like that do that just to like test their boundaries with black people or people of color mm-hmm. and to see if they're validated in their yes. like feelings. Right. Like, aren't those people trash? Right. Yeah, it's right. like, no, I'm not going to co-sign Like, if that. you think they're trash, then I know they're trash. Then they're yeah, really like you're black, you're so, black, so you if you know. say it, then like it must be true. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely not. Thank you. Thanks for calling us, Ty. All right. Miss you. Have a good night. Bye you guys. too. Talk to you later. Love you. Bye. Bye. All right. Um. So I'm gonna jump back to the salon story really quick, and then we can jump back into the discussion on microaggression. Um. So. You read Holder read the Solange story. Did yeah. you read the Solange story? Which one? The one recently when yeah. she was in this. The Kraftwerk uh, concert. She went, 
to the concert and yes. she went off on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I read the tweets, but I didn't read her piece. Oh, well, her piece just tells the story. She went to a Kraftwerk mm-hmm. concert and they like really big and like hip hop has sampled a lot of their music. My dad listens to them. They're like like an electronic dance sort of jazz fusion sort of group mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, where you would be bopping to she went with her husband her son and her son's friend um they went in as soon as they got to their their seats they went a little late but as soon as they got to their seats this guy who worked at this at the place came and ran up to them and was like put your cigarettes out put your cigarettes out and was talking to her son and his friend who were 11 years old um little children who can't even smoke cigarettes. So what are you talking about? And then turns out it was two older white men in front of them who were vaping that he meant to be talking to, but he stood to the kids. So she was just like, okay, whatever. Like my husband will handle that. And then while they're at the concert, their song comes on. So naturally, which is what you're going to do, they stand up and they dance. At a concert with dance music being played. Right. Got These it. ladies behind them are like, sit down in front, sit down in front. And, and the dance concert. Right. And so they're just like, girl, you're just stupid. They didn't really say anything, but they were just like, girl, I'm going to dance. And the ladies were like, sit down. And they kept screaming. And then Solange felt something hit her back. She just ignored it. Then she felt it again, and her son was like, bitch, they're throwing lemons. I mean, limes. (laughs) 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 And so she's like, what? He's like, girl, they're throwing limes at you, like eating limes. Can I just like Penny let me let me let me just yeah. have my like Penny artistic license of stories? Is like I have to thing. make light of some situations so that yeah. I don't like literally break down. Penny. But you know they just are like, and she was like, "Bitch, what?" And he was like, "They threw half-eaten limes at your duck ass." And so she <laughs> like stupid. wrote a Twitter thing about it where she talked about where people assumed that. Like, people come to parties and, like, we're the ones out of control. But then she also mentions that these white girls also decided they wanted to, like, stand up when their song came on and Mm -hmm. they danced. So it's like, so you decide when you want to do it or not. But we the ones that's, like, the crazy ones. Right. Like, that like, And so she was, and in her piece that she wrote, a St. Haran piece, um, it's actually pronounced St. Heron. Okay. I asked and I got told it is pronounced St. Heron. St. Heron, I think, is the first black saint or something along those lines. It has to do, so, it has to do something with somebody being black. It's something related to first blackness. Cute. Um, so she wrote a piece on St. Heron, and um, the piece, she retells the story, and then she just talks about experiencing microaggressions as a black woman and, like, going through that, and then how just... And she kind of explains different forms of microaggressions and she just talks about how she's gone through this whole thing and how the news could very easily paint this as like <coughs> Solange goes crazy at a as they did at a concert uh I didn't read any stories about it and so she was just like like that's what you're going to see and she just talks about microaggressions and um I saw the article but I was just like this is about to really put me in the spot that I'm really not in the mood to be in like reading about microaggressions I already read it but I read it anyway and then and I was like this is like a really good article and this also is like very necessary because like all niggas go like literally mm-hmm. all of us yeah, go she, through microaggressions yeah. she was like being I don't know, a black person in a very white space it was right hard. and so it got me thinking and I was just like okay so <laughs> She wrote this as a way for her to process this and work through it and then also for other people to read it and work through it. So I was like, why not talk about it on the show? Mm-hmm. So I was like, we all brown. 
So let's go ahead and chit chat about it. Yeah. And also, of course, the comments were like, well. Oh, I don't even. I stopped doing that. It's people tweeting. Tweet, like tweeting back at her. It's like, well, you shouldn't really worry about it or something like that. And, you know, well, you black people do this. It's like, you know, you're being racist when you got to like call her out her name and like say something about black people being thugs or some shit. Thank you. Like Nobody was even talking about that. Right. Nobody. Absolutely. But she no also one. like gathered some tweets that like people were tweeting back at her and put Joanna Scammer mm-hmm. on it, which I thought was funny. Yeah, she loves, she loves Joanna Scammer. Um, Who doesn't? So, <laughs> um, <laughs> my next question: After have you experienced microaggression? What are some mi- microaggressions that you have experienced? I guess I'll take that first, just to like give y'all time to like I guess think about it. Um, it was at Laser Tag when I worked. Um, should have been a red flag, but I was asleep when this happened, so I didn't know like what was going on. Sleep oh, yeah. Um, yeah, like my third eye wasn't open. My third eye wasn't open. It was like the ancestor was like, it's it was gonna like, take him some time. It's it was not like yet. He's not ready. so closed. I had fucking sleepy crumbs all oh in my, my goddamn God. eye. Oh, I forgot that. That's like a word that I made up. Yeah, like cold. I knew exactly oh. what you meant. People like, call it, but I call it sleep. I used to call it sleepy crumbs as a kid because it was like it's sleepy crumbs. Um, and I went to my interview and I was like, hi, my name is Petty Mayonnaise. I'm here for an interview. And so she was like, wait, what? I was like, my name is Petty Mayonnaise. I'm, well, no, no, no. Let me back up. I said, I'm, I have an interview at two. I'm here for my, for for my interview. She said, well, we have someone coming for an interview at two. So just take a second and take a seat and then we'll like wait for him to come. And then I'll let you know as soon as your time is there. So like I sit one minute turns to five, turns to 15, turns to 30. And so she's just like, this guy just never came to his interview. And so I was like, well, like my interview was it was at one o'clock. And so she goes, what's your name? And I was like, my name is Petty Mayonnaise. And she goes, oh, you're the guy that, that we've been waiting on. Wow. And I was like, excuse me? You didn't hear me when I said my name the first time? No, I didn't. Because all I said was, I'm, like, here for an interview. Like at, Oh, but she didn't like, check. At, like, at the time. And so yeah. she just, like, automatically assumed, like, this like, no. just can't be your name. Mm-hmm. My name is, like, my government name is honestly the whitest name in America. My name is Dawn. I know. But, like, I'm not <laughs> saying my, I think I've already said it, but I'm, like, saying it again. But my, like, my government name is, like, my first, middle, and last name is the, are the whitest names in america michael oh. oh my gosh yeah the whitest names in america <laughs> and so on paper and also the high school that i went to and the things that i did i guess they just looked white and so she was like oh my god i i had i had no idea it was you i would like thought i was gonna see someone else and i was like what what do you mean uh, she goes well i mean looking at your like resume and then like hearing you on the phone she said she said <clears throat> I thought you were going to be white. <laughs> no. Excuse me, Rena. Excuse me, no. um, Petty. And so um, can I you repeat like, that for me? And I, she said, <clears throat> She said what now? I thought you were going to be white. <laughs> you're going to be what? I thought you were going to be white. Oh my God. You're not, you're not white, Petty? And I was just You've like, lied to me this whole and time? Then I, and then yeah. I just went, ha, 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 no, this is it. And so Surprise! I was like, and, 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 and I was like, so is my interview with you? She goes, oh, no, 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 no. It's with so-and-so. And so I was like, okay, thanks. I went to my interview, got the job. A couple months later, met Hoda. Hey. And then <laughs> oh, wait, do you know left. Jai? 
Yeah. yeah. Oh, you know Patricia Because Jai. of who that at the same time. Yeah. Jai's is her line sister. Your mm-hmm. line sister, y'all at the I'll same time. Yeah, high school with her. Oh, oh Jai. And I she's love you, like, Jai Carrion. She's that like producer lady Jai. Because she's like, she's the person who's behind the name Triliterate. Oh, nice. Yeah, well, it's, it's me and her. Oh. Whoops. Yeah, Jai and I came up. Jai and me, Jai, and our line sister Shayna came up with Triliterate. And then um, Jai and I were like, we're going to start your literature. It's going to be a what? It's going to be a website and a podcast or whatever. And then we started a podcast with Petty. <coughs> it's like, let's call it your literate. And so can't leave produce Lady Jai out the loop. Yeah. yeah. So she's produced Lady Jai. Oh. Um, and then that job, she left. I stayed. She told me she hates you. Oh, no. I Once I left, I realized how terrible it was. But yeah. she left far before <laughs> I, I left. Like, quit. I like I do I just like clean didn't show up for a shift because I was like I, they're not gonna hear you, baby girl. I don't get paid enough money yeah. for this fuck shit. You <laughs> know, like you really don't. You, really, you have to wear fucking khaki. <laughs> so I just do not fuck with khaki. <laughs> it was khakis and a neon and a green neon shirt. Yellow, Brown people like, don't look good in that. So I'm just gonna be honest. I just did. It wasn't working for me. So yeah, I you really don't. Mm-mm. And. Um, <laughs> that job was filled with microaggressions. Mm. So oh many, God. you're not like those black people. Mm-hmm. You're not like those people. You're smart. You're not that. Like, how come y'all don't do this? How come y'all do that? And I'm just like, bitch, I don't fucking know. I'm not y'all. I'm not them. I'm me. Right, um, and then came time. I wanted to get dreads. I asked my boss before I did that. I was like, look, bitch, this is an okay hairstyle, yes or no, before I fucking spend my money on this. And she goes, no, it's fine. Just keep it clean. Like, whatever the fuck keeping it clean means. But I was like, okay, Because dreads are dirty and nasty. So I got them, kept them, did my whole job. Came time toward the end where she got mad at some, like, party mom who was mad at some shit that she had to pay money for a party that she had. And so... um, she, I was hosting parties. She took me from hosting parties, and I was just like... Am I ever going to get back on them? She goes, well, whenever she feels like putting you back on parties. So I'm like, okay, so I'm not going to be hosting and parties no more. couldn't you, like, hosting parties is like you make tips and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. You, got, you got paid the minimum wage that everyone got paid, and <laughs> yeah. then you also got, like, tips on top of that. Okay. Um, so it was, like, money on more money, more money, more money, and that's why everyone want, money, wanted to do it. They didn't money, want they, money. they didn't want any men hosting parties. I was the only black party host, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't want any of us doing that. They don't want you to succeed. I, did, I, I only did it by accident, and my review was so good that they couldn't, like, Fight. not have me hosting parties. Mm-hmm. So I hosted parties, and they kept me there, and then I guess I didn't fuck up. A lady was mad. And so it came toward the end, and so I was just like, this is, like, actual bullshit. And so I stayed for maybe, like, three months after that. And they needed a new manager, and then all the managers were like, Petty's been here the longest. Like, he's the most responsible and reliable. Like, we as managers want to work with him as a manager. Um, She decided she didn't want to do that. So she said no and hired somebody who I trained six months earlier to be a manager. And he was white, and it was like like a bunch of bullshit where he, like, called one of the employees a hoe or something like that, and she, like, let it slide. It was, like, a lot of bullshit. So... I was just like, well, bitch, you know, it's never too late to start some mess. And so on my last day of work, I got a job at a dog daycare. Um, Went to work a Saturday night. 
worked the whole day, worked a party, like worked a lock-in, which is like like a party, got paid $40 in tips that night, got home at 2 a.m., had a shift the next morning at 10, got home at 2 a.m., told her, um, I'm letting you know, this is my letter of resignation. I will not be returning to work anymore. I know I have a shift on Sunday and one on Monday, but I will not be coming. The manager who's working that, that next day knows. Um, I have a feeling that y'all wanted to uphold some like uh, racially homogenous, heteronormative ass like bullshit y'all trying to do. And I don't I don't want to be, be part of that. So she emails me back and was like, that wasn't why. The reason why we didn't pick you as a manager, and I think I I think I told this story on the show before, mm-hmm. is because your hairstyle, which was my like dreads, your 30 pigtails, what she called them. She said 30 pigtails. Oh, um, did she count them? Was not a hairstyle and a look that party moms wanted to see um, because they do not signify that you are responsible with money or mature. And so I was just like, oh, wow. So I was like, okay, so like you're like actively racist. Yeah. And then she was like, well, no, but do you think that President, President Obama would be where he is if he had a hairstyle like yours? And I was like, I'm not running for president, though. I'm working at your stupid-ass, shitty-ass Adventure Quest laser tag, Suzanne Provenzano. <laughs> call him out, call him I'm out. Calling, and I, and I have receipts. Like, I have receipts if y'all want to see them. Show me the receipts. I have receipts. And that was it. That is that is probably one of my biggest examples of like a microaggression turned to a macroaggression where people want to say, but no one does this. I literally missed out on a job. Like, like that is like actively an inability to That's financially like move discrimination. up because of a hairstyle. Don't, fuck, like, don't, don't ever tell me some bullshit like that. Did you bring a coaster? It was no, here. We actually found it. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> we not oh, no. that. Yeah, you know, it was. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> it was no, it wasn't here when we came. <laughs> I was like, did bring a so if anyone else has any really experiences of microaggression, really nice, feel free wondering. to. Uh, Why don't you guys go first? I can go last. Okay, so mine, um, my microaggression, of course, happened at work. Um, <laughs> working for the man every night and day. And mine, like, I won't name the company that I work for, but it is truly a predominantly white space with the people who work there and also, like, the customers. Um, so we sell a lot of cosmetics, including hair care, some for natural hair, some for non-natural hair. And um, this woman and her daughter walk in and pretty laid back like Friday afternoon and the woman wanted um her daughter had really curly hair she was white and but it looked a lot like my own curl pattern so she was looking for some things to just like help tame the frizz really like draw moisture to her hair so I was just showing her some things that I use as I'm talking to the girl who's like really receiving the information that I'm giving her mom just gives me this really like pointed like look of like I don't know, it was like a mix of like disgust, but also like fascination. And mind you, I'm wearing my hair like I usually do, like big and curly and like natural. So I'm just wa- like, you know, doing my job, just talking to this girl about her curly hair that looks very similar to my curly hair. And right. so chatting about curly hair and shit. And her mom just like looks at me and like puts her hand to her chin and says, You've always wanted a perm, right? Oh. Ah! She okay. goes, what? She's like, It's okay. Like, you can. You can tell me you you've fought for one, right? And I'm like fought, fought for one. For a <laughs> yeah, it's like Who literally. 
I, right. I was like, I I've know. never had a perm a day in my life, and I've never wanted a perm. Like, are you blessed? Yeah. And she was like, she was like, she said something along the lines like, but I'm sure that you like begged your mom for one. And as she's saying this with this like look of like disgust and like fascination, she also like reaches out to touch my hair, and I'm like, oh. itch, no. So I like almost like reactionary like want to swap like her hand out of my hair, and I just kind of like leave the situation that goes. But it's not like it was a very like pointed microaggression, and I like left the interaction as it was, and I couldn't talk to anyone at work about it because. It was just, like, it was small enough for people to be, like, wait, what are you talking about? But it was also, like, big enough for me to, like, feel it. Feel away. Yeah, right. and it truly mm -hmm. made me feel away. So, like, I waited till the only other black girl who was there that day came to work and told her about it. And she was just, like, you know, pissed off. But it was just a situation that. Yeah, they would have been, like, what do you mean? Why are you upset? Yeah, and I, like, I tried to express it to one of the people, actually, now that I remember. And she was just kind of, like, <laughs> cocked her head to the side. Like, she had no idea what I was talking about. So, it's, like. On top of feeling like fetishized and like feeling like dis like disgusting people right. by like my natural hair, I also feel like crazy and misunderstood. Right. So it's like all these like layers of emotions that I feel like microaggressions like that. Whereas like macroaggressions or like really like pointed like right. acts of racism are just so black and white. I feel like mac uh, microaggressions just like hide under that surface. Mm -hmm. So where you're like, wait, am I crazy? Yeah. Secretive right. racism. Like it, it has you thinking. Yeah. Like, hold on. Did I catch this? Did anybody else? Exactly. <laughs> was it me? Yeah. I'm like, wait, did I just imagine that? Or like, what? I don't know. Did she like just to touch my fucking hair? Oh, I'm like, girl, that you to always me. Wanted a perm, right? Somebody did that to me once, and I like backed up. <laughs> and so she was like, let me touch it. And I was like, excuse me? Why are you mad? And so, and, Why and, and, and so she goes, my hair wasn't even like, it wasn't even nothing to really be like, it wasn't like no big old, it was literally just like, yeah. a little like, <laughs> flat top afro thing that might have had like a little I might have done like a little twist out on it like it wasn't nothing wild yeah. and wild? so she went to reach and I was just like oh no <laughs> and so she goes all I want to do is um is um fill your hair and I was like but you can't do that and, and then she had the nerve to ask me why not I said because I Don't fucking touch said my so person. like you wouldn't reach for Thank you like, and also like, your palm is black yeah. like you're not putting <laughs> like cuz she was she was Fucking being wild on the floor of a fucking warehouse party. Oh. Like, girl, you're no. No. And also, even though this afro is out, this is style, baby boo. It took some time. It took effort. I detang I spent an hour and a half detangling and twisting this hair. You got me fucked up. You cannot up. touch it. Yeah. You, you got me fucked <laughs> up. No, I think it's so interesting how much white people are concerned about our hairs. Like I've been, asked, <laughs> I've been asked how long. You know, they never want to come out directly and say something about your hair, but it's like, how long does it take to straighten your hair? Why are you asking me how long it takes to straighten my hair? Your hair is straight. You don't see me asking. Thank what you. What do you do? Or do you wake up like that? With your hair like that? Or, or like, what, what do you do to get it to do that, like, oh, that thing? Yeah. That thing? Can oh, you comb curl, it? Baby? Can you like, had, comb through it? I've had, I've had kids at the camp that I work at. Like, we're in the pool. And so, like, I'll get out of the pool. And I think they, like, they're all, like, the, the first time it happens, <laughs> I always do it. And, and my favorite is when, when it's a bunch of new kids. And I'll get in the pool. Then I'll come up. And my hair is, like, curly because, like, that shit is naturally curly kinky coily because like this fucking 4c nigger hair and the kids like you like you see their eyes just like this shit is not straight 
And so I've had kids like, how do you do that to your hair? Like, is it, and one girl goes, it's gel. And I was like, um, you're incorrect, my dear. And so, and so she was like, and I was like, you're wrong. It's literally the way this shit comes out of my head. But it's, yeah. it's also like, the other day, my, my cousin, she lives in Detroit. Yeah. So she was like, she has a daughter who's three and a son who's one. She's like a little bit, he's like a couple of days younger than Sal. And so um, she says, like, um, Z had her hair in two pigtails and two little puffs. Mm -hmm. She always has her hair in two little puffs or three little puffs. It's very cute. She's an adorable child. Um, and so, like, she's like, people always like touching her hair and like, touching her but she's like she's a three-year-old so it's like why are you touching this real child and i was like i was like why are they so fascinated with hair she was like i don't know i can't remember if she said it or if my, her sister said it, it was my other cousin it was like but like how long have black people been on this earth and that you're still fascinated with our hair and how Thank it grows you. out of our hair like it's been the same <laughs> since the beginning <laughs> of time. time bitch my hair is normal to be completely honest your hair is the difference like <laughs> white hair is the variation like <laughs> this is the this is the standard like like we've been here for the beginning of the time i think i think maybe Nayla said it. i can't remember one of them said it but it was just like she's like they try to like get away with touching z's hair and like they touch it or whatever but then like they go to touch um Xavier's hair and but he's like a one-year-old so she's like they think that she thinks they like sneak into it because he's like a baby so they're like yeah. oh look at this baby Maybe. like they touch his you know you ruffle a little boy's head but she's like out. she thinks they do it because it's like ooh, black ooh, people a black yeah. baby wow, wow what an alien yeah like, <laughs> thank you but it's like also like microaggressions are just like limited hair for people out there in the world who don't know um, it could be limit. It could be also like, oh my God, Sunny, you're so funny. You know, you're not really black, Sunny, because I'm blacker than you. Because you know, I listen to this and I do this, and uh, you know, you're not like a normal black person, Sunny. You're more of an Oreo. You know, you're like really white. You're Oreo. as white as me. And or my favorite is I got a tan this summer. We're the look, same. We're the same. I'm color. like, girl, no. Like I said, don't you ever your life compare yourself to me ever. I was like, girl, don't ever compare yourself to me. And my favorite. Oh, this is not really Michael Gresham, but like all the girls, because I went to predominantly white school, and like all the girls were like, oh, I got a tan. Oh, I tan. Oh, I tan. And I was like, I win. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, oh my god. I also had somebody. Um, I work in a film industry, Sorry. so I like drive people around of like you know whatever rich Hollywood people and somebody was like oh you're so well spoken you're so eloquent oh. are you I was, I was they were like where are you from like I'm from New Orleans I'm from here and they are like oh you're so eloquent to be from here and I was like oh thanks you should have been like thank you baby thank oh, you I baby don't really because, uh, I appreciate it well baby let me tell you bitch <laughs> I just went eloquent. <laughs> oh my god, that's I was just like, uh, <laughs> 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 thank you. Oh, thanks. Yeah, but it's like microaggression is like. Also, I know a lot of people get asked like if you're Asian, like, oh, but where are you from originally? Mm. Like you're from China, right? No, I'm from Kentucky. Like, right. what are you? Talking about. Born and raised in the rolling hills of Idaho. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
And it's like, but it's also the thing about microaggressions. It's like, do white people live under a rock? Can a white person, if you're listening and you're white, please call us and tell us, like, what is your experience? What is the, uh, from a white person, what is the true obsession? I'm not going to, like, I don't want to call nobody out. I just want to know. Like, call us at 504-865-3635, Like, do you never encounter people of color or people that are, like, just outside of your little bubble that you have to ask all of these, like, crazy questions that you're going, like, that you're going straight from like the like the deepest stereotypes, like oh yeah, all black people really do like you know you, all you guys like chicken or like all you I mean, guys are like, like from you know bad homes. All I'm, you guys are from the hood, um, right? No. Like all you guys are from bad homes. You had a rough <laughs> upbringing, didn't you? Look at you. You survived. Are you the first one to graduate in your family? Like graduate high school? Like what? Where are they? Do you live? What do you do? What do your parents... Like, what do you learn in school? I think what amazes me about <laughs> the microaggression is that it's, like... It is, like, the seeping out of those, like, like stereotypes and those, like, racial thoughts. And you're like, like, damn. Where does this Like, I have from? been here for a very long time and I'm still surprising to you like as far as my existence like <laughs> not you. even just like I did something very fucking special like look up me existing is still like very like <gasps> shocking to you that that fucking girl fucking asked me about my goddamn shirt that I was wearing the other week I have a shirt that says black women are the origin species and this white girl was like well what about white girls and so like she was so bent out of shape and I was just like what about them <laughs> I think what bothers me <laughs> is that they feel comfortable. Thank you. No, but the thing is, like, I'm saying, no, but a lot of white people know for a fact, and I think they don't ask this question because they don't have black friends that are close enough. Mm. <clears throat> they are afraid of asking because they don't want me to fucking pop you in the face. But that girl, something in her heart of hearts knew that I was not going to beat her ass, and that no one else was going to beat her ass. I don't. I do not condone <laughs> violence against women, but I think that she knew that I wasn't crazy enough. To bop bop one eye her in front of that goddamn bar, like, mm-hmm. or that nobody else was was going to hit her either. Cause then, when I went back, which I talk about why I went back after, she like stood firm in it. Mm-hmm. What about white girls? And so I was like, what about them? They're getting a little too bold for my liking. Like bold. I'm at the point where I'm about to put a shirt. Thank on, you. Walk around and be like, just because I talk this way does not mean that you will not get slapped. Thank I mean, you. you know, I wouldn't really, but I mean, then I don't let times, there have been times the world will be out and like we'll be out with non, you know, people of color and they'll they'll say those <laughs> things or they'll try friends. to like, you know, like jam with us and like we'll like jam with them and then they'll just say some like off the wall shit and like it's always like this with me and Yasmin. Like one of us is like what and the other one is like, oh girl, pull it back, pull it back oh because God. we are like I like it's always that reaction. It's like right. God damn it, how are these people so like mentally bold. comfortable and bold Thank you. to go there. The so. Audacity. Yeah. Audacity. Like especially the me working at the airport. I won't say what oh, airline because I'm really not trying to the fired. <laughs> Caucasian but, um, yeah, working at the airport, you know, we see so many people, so many different kinds of people checking in and doing all that. And I've had coworkers just say, you know, like stuff under you. They get so comfortable. I don't know why. But then they start talking about the passengers, you know, like if they're black and they look, you know, not like you could see that they're not from money, basically. Right. And so. Basically, we have this thing where you have to pay a certain amount just for us to print the boarding pass. But you do have the option to, like, 
we they tell us like oh if it's an elderly person you collect them you know slide yeah. or whatever waive the fee and so um there's been many times where i just seen you know black people come up and i could tell they're less fortunate so why the hell am i i'm gonna charge you so they see me go to like you know waive the fee and then after just say something like you know like well if you don't have money, why are you traveling? And da 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 da. And I'm just like. So you're really just gonna like make a classist remark about mm-hmm. like. To a black person. About right. Person. And then, like that's bold. That's fucking bold. That and is true audacity. There, there are other black, y'all. you know, women that work with me as well that, you know, I don't know what their views are, but I know that those kind of comments can kind of get tossed around in front of them and nothing will be said, but I'm not one of them. Thank you. You picked the wrong... I'm not. And, you know, I've I've had my share of... (laughs) back and forth i won't go too into detail <laughs> but i don't i don't play that and i mean you shouldn't I yeah because it, it is a pass it is like being comfortable like once one person says it you're right. like oh shit yeah like all the black folk are with it so i'm just gonna start saying this letting my colors fly um oh yeah you're really from good. my experience i know that microaggressions i think we talked about it a little bit are not only tied to race so i mm-hmm. get my i don't get my microaggressions are different because like one outwardly people can see that i'm black mm-hmm. and so you have to know me to see that i'm like uh like part of the lgbt queers umbrella whatever the fuck you want to call it mm-hmm. the goddamn alphabet soup and i sometimes find those microaggressions to be a little bit worse than black microaggressions because when it's a black microaggression, like you see this. Mm-hmm. So when you ask me a question like that, I just know that it's sorry, from sorry, you sorry. just like <coughs> you just like dumb and you're basing that based on literally what you see. But then when you know me and you make a microaggression comment or, or, or anything along those lines about my sexuality, that's when it's just like, so you knew like you know me aside from just like staring at me and then you made this like really stupid like inflammatory ass remark in front of my face like it was nothing so you like extra ain't shit so now i'm really not like not gonna fuck with you but it also does send you to that sort of like it 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 because on on the one hand it's the like general racism or like hetero homophobia that's what i was looking for that you hear to where it's just like, God damn, am I just being like super emotional? Am I being overly sensitive about this? Like, is it really that big of a deal? Yeah, did I? Do you need to pick this battle to fight it? Did yeah. I hear this right? Did I hear this wrong? Am I thinking too much about something that was said? Like, I know, <clears throat> excuse me, I know the phrase is like, it's not what you intended, but it's what you said, but also mm-hmm. intent does matter. Because there are some things that, that people do say with, like, that, like, they, they were not being malicious, like, at all. Mm-hmm. And, like, you have to take it into account because we're talking. But it's just, like, all these questions run through and then you, like, think of all that and then you, you try to rationalize that, no, they just fucked up. But then you still, like, feel shitty mm-hmm. because you hear it so much that it's just, like, well, damn. Mm-hmm. Like, it's all the motherfucking time. Yeah. I see it on TV, hear it in this, see it in magazines, and then you fucking do it at my goddamn job. Yeah. It's also you hear, like, um, as a woman, you get a lot of, like, microaggressions because a lot of time, you know, straight men or just 
people in general may think, you know, even as a black woman, may think you're just not as smart. You're just, like, maybe just dumber and, like, you don't know anything. I guess it has to do with, like, mostly mansplaining, but, like, people feel the need to, like, explain something to you because... That's also that's microaggressive in itself. It's like because you see me as a woman and then you see me as a black woman. You see I'm black. You're like, oh, that means she must be, you know, she don't know nothing because yeah. I'm smarter because at this moment I'm probably white and or male or a white male. Yeah. It's like, oh, let me explain this thing to you. But it's like, but I, I know what that is. Like before you open your mouth, like I, I meet a lot of guys who like feel the need to like as soon as they say something, they like have to explain it to me before like we can even start the conversation. But it's like, what makes you think I didn't know what that was? Thank you. What makes you think that you have to explain it to me? You don't have to tell me anything. Straight men and older men do that same thing to me. Mm-hmm. Where I think you like, number one, my shorts are far above my knee. Mm-hmm. They're like halfway up my thigh. I have this septum piercing. Like, the way that I talk, I guess, isn't the most, like, man, whatever, like, society considers is, like, masculine. So people people make these assumptions about, like, me, which, I mean, they're usually correct. Like, yes, I am, like, a queer man. But then people do this thing where I find that, like, they try to explain things to me that are, like, manly things about, like, this is, like, how you change oil. This is how you, like, change a tire. This is how you, like drill this thing this is how you drill that thing this is what this is used for like i know like do like, you honestly think i've made it this far in life without knowing these like basic simple but things? also like my nigga, i came to you to ask you for this particular piece for this particular like weed eater i don't need you to explain to me how the fuck to put it this in is me every or time like or like how the fuck to use it or what this is meant <laughs> for or like how about getting this like i didn't ask you that like mm-hmm. if i wanted to know i would ask you yeah. I'd ask the question. Like, yeah. please don't assume that I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Don't talk to me like 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 I'm your goddamn child. Like I people do that at the school that I work at. There's this this one security guard who got mad at me because I made him do his fucking job, which is like watch kids. And I, I, I know for a fact that he's a um a homophobe. So one day he said some real sideways shit to me and like for the for the most part, because I was new, I like let it go. And then he said something and so I was like, I don't know who you think you're talking to, but you're not going to talk to me like that. If you can't talk to me with respect, don't talk to me at all. Like period point blank. And if we got a problem, I I can easily go and report this to human resources. Like and then you won't have a job. Like, you don't have a job. Yeah. So don't, like, don't fucking try me. I'd rather you not talk to me, but I will definitely say good morning to you and I would just don't talk. But it's just like, you you thought you fucking passed the right fucking gay nigga, but you got the wrong oh, but you one. Thought, but you because, thought. like, don't, don't fucking, like, I hate that. Like Yeah. I mean, I went to, like, I mean, I, I live across the street from AutoZone, so, like, if I have anything to do with my car, I go across the street. Um... But then, like, I, every time I go in there, somebody's trying to, like, help me, whether it's the old men in the parking lot or, like, the old men in the store or, like, the men that work in the store. Luckily, in my AutoZone, there's a lot of women that work there, so no one's really trying to question me or whatever. But I went to AutoZone with, like, a straight man, and, like, nobody questioned him. They were just like, oh, yeah, you need this, this, and this, or whatever. And, like, they assumed that he knew, I mean, he knew what he was getting, but they, like, didn't, like, take the time out to question him and try to tell him what to do, even though we're, like, the same age. I was like, oh, I feel like Yasmin and I deal with that, too, like triple layered, like microaggressions with being like black Muslim women. Right. Um, So it's like we I know that you told me recently about like a specific incident at work. And so it's like it gets to the point where it almost feels like 
certain days like at work and at school and in these like predominantly white spaces like you were you're so prickly and it is a lot of what you said of like kind of watching out for like what people say because if it's not something about women it's something about black people and if it's not something about black people then it's definitely something about women and i had an instance when i like went to go hang out with coworkers, and it was like a medley of all of us like it was like the brown folks it was the queer folks it was you know like you're just like everyday like white people there so it was like everyone was cool we were all hanging out and then there was like a muslim joke being told and no one was like muslim and so i was like ha 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 and then that happened and i was like oh fuck right i gotta go like even in the spaces where i think i'm the most safe i'm usually not so Mm. i have to go and it's like it is that like triple layer of like being super aware and when you are that person you have no like choice to like not be woke because every day something is like coming at you whether it's like on the micro level or the macro level so right yeah because microaggressions you tend to like push under the rug but they start they eat at you more and more yeah, yeah it's like because they constantly okay, happen so right they it's eat like at you. i'll clean up the milk that you spill every now and then but it's like my nigga you always spilling the fucking milk yeah. like you're always spilling i'm sick of cleaning up and then the when you fucking... tell them about it they're like but it's, it always comes with an excuse. And but I love like like here's my black. Someone my literally black did that. No, y'all, like <laughs> like people talked about that, but I had never ever ever been in someone's face and seen it in person where someone literally said, "I have man. black friends," and pointed toward the one nigga in a ten foot radius oh around, beside from me and like God. my friends. But I was just like, how. How dare you? Right. I've had a coworker who sat there and was making, he's white, he was making fun of a black woman in her weave. Yes. So, you know, me and my coworker were obviously both black, and um, (laughs) she, she, um, you know, she kind of went off on him and was like, you know, like, that's, that's, um, we could report you. Basically saying that we could, you know, report him for the things he said, catch a lawsuit, all that good stuff. And so he literally, so, you know, we behind the counter where you check, where you don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I to say no food do y'all have a thing? I don't think so. Here, it's a little paper. <laughs> you know, each one teach one. Well, it takes a village. Oops. It's not mine. <laughs> um. So yeah, as I was saying before, you know, coffee talk happens literally. <laughs> Spilt the tea and coffee. Um, so, you know, she was like, you know, you could catch a lawsuit from that and yes. this, that, and the other. And so he literally... So we're their be- money. That's what white people understand. <laughs> <laughs> but that's really what it is. And so we were behind the counter and somebody was walking by across the room. <laughs> and it was a black woman. And he was like, no, actually, I, I would never be able to get in trouble. Watch this. And then he waves to the black woman and tells her, hey... And he says, see, I would never be able to get in trouble. And we were like, nigga, you bold. Is you serious? (laughs) Nigga, you want to get your ass bust? Right. And I was (laughs) right. But, um, you know, there's been several issues with this co-worker. Yeah. Um, Like 
he's really gonna catch a lawsuit because he's tried you. it with me being a black woman and Muslim uh, and working at the airport. So like you can only girl. imagine. I so, will bust your entire. Yeah, I'm ass. just you know I'm like. It bothers me that that's why it really bothers me that they think they could get away with things. And it's that it's the oh, no, I have black friends. And no, I went I went to this school. And so I had I, I've dated black women before. Right. Have you? Right. And he uh-huh. comes into Is work it? all the time. Like when when it's just us black folks in the in the office, he adjusts the way he talks. And we'll be like, yeah, y'all. So we gon' Oh, those do are my this. favorite. Yeah. Those and are like, my and favorite. And you know what my favorite thing to do to that is talk extra, mm-hmm. extra white right back at him <laughs> to be like, you really tried it. Like, do you <laughs> think that we don't notice what you're doing? Thank you. But yeah, that's my favorite. If I have one more white girl, girl me. <laughs> <laughs> Girl, her, or like a yes, and I'm like, uh, no, is it? <laughs> yeah, my favorite thing to do now is like, oh, Sunny, um, or like when a microaggression happens, like, oh yeah, Sunny, don't like black people like this or don't it. It's like, hmm, no, I don't think so. <laughs> I just, do I, we? no, I just, I play <laughs> I dumb. So. I play no, dumb. I don't think so. It it, it I mean, depends. Well, it depends on the mood that I'm in. I have gone past. So I used to just like let it slide. Cause I was like, this is not a hill that I'm in the mood to die on. Like, mm-hmm. bitch, I'm at work. I got enough bullshit going on. Let alone worry about your stupid ass being an idiot. Yeah. I'm just gonna not talk to you no more. Like, it's simple as that. And then I got to the point where it's like, but then I go home and I'm still mad about it. Yeah. And that's not fair. Not that's fair not fair. So like, I'm gonna be pissed off. You're gonna be pissed off. Yeah. I don't even care if you call me angry because I'm mad. I'm mad and I'm black. That's so that's the thing, microaggressions like live and fester under the skin. Whereas like racial like slurs, like in the moment you like, oh bitch, you better. Thank but you. a microaggression, like I literally have feelings that like bake in my like under my skin for like weeks at a time and I like I'm just like, Oh wait, no. Lil Betty said that last week. Mm-mm, that's fucked up. I'm fucking no. her shit up today. That's, like, I think that was why I went back to that girl. Because I was just like, you yeah. know what? I'm upset and bent up. And now my friend's mad about <laughs> All it. All of us were like, So oh, we're no. not about to be the only ones mad. So I'm about to fluster you up. So at the very least, she going to think about that. Yeah. But no, I but, just like to be like, no, I don't think so. Because then they just be like, but I did. No, but I also, don't think so. I, 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 nope. I just go, what do you mean by that? Mm-hmm. And then I ask them to explain, and then pretty much get them to explain how fucking they're racist, Stupid yeah. Stupid how they racist are. they are. So yeah. they go, they're just like those people. They just don't tip, and so I'm, I'm like, what do you mean? What people? Who doesn't tip? Like who don't tip? And so they're like, you know, like those people who like come in here at like eight o'clock at night, but like a lot of people come but in like, here at eight o'clock at night. Yeah, I come in here. My mom comes in here at eight o'clock at night. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> and so and, and do we? No, and, and, and so I'm like, I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm like, can you, no. And so I just make it be like, but can you like, no, like for real though, like explain. And then, and then they go, you know, like black people. And I say, but what about them? Yeah. And says they don't tip. I was like, where you, where? My biggest tips hosting parties were from black parties. Mm My forty, fifty, sixty dollar tips were from black parties. So I'm just like, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. You but don't think like, maybe that you give them shitty service so you don't deserve a tip? But it's and then I walk away. But then it's also my favorite thing is like, yeah, so this black thing happening in the news. So what do you think about that? Don't you think and it's just like, why do you need me to be the voice of every single black person? Like why do you need my like why am I the authority on black people that you know? Thank you. Like 
I will though. At the same time, I will sometimes take on that responsibility. Yeah, if, sometimes take on it, but don't like it is your choice. Right? Oh no, definitely. Choice. Oh no, you definitely. Can, I don't have, like, like, some days you're it's too exhausting. Um, some yeah. days it's too tiring to be that person. But other days you definitely can champion for like everybody else. I don't know. If yeah. I, talk, I talked about it on the show, but it was after the Alton Sterling and Philando Castile shootings, murders, executions. Execution. Um, the place that I was working, Traffic we deaths. we would have morning meeting every morning, and it was like two mornings after, and no one talked about it, like they didn't announce it overall. So I was just like, "Oh no, bitch!" And I'm upset about this. Think we all, all at the very least yeah. is going to be on the front of all y'all's. I want y'all to know that I know that y'all haven't said shit about it. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, um, I find it very irresponsible that as a place that apparently preaches acceptance and like caring for people that we have yet to bring this up. I find them to be very, very, very irresponsible and I'm disappointed. Yeah. And so they were like, well, well, and I was like, well, we need to figure out how to talk about this because it needs to be talked about. I know that I'm not the only one upset and I refuse to be the only one upset. Do you feel like in those situations as a community that we have to, like, you know what I mean? Like, do you feel like black people should be backing you on that? Um, like if there was another black person there, I would have liked to have some backup for that, but I also was working with people who were like fresh out of high school, so mm-hmm. they were still very young. So I just knew at, like, at that point that like I'm not going to get a whole like a whole bunch of backup. So I did put my like put my neck on the line, but I also was like very comfortable in my decision where if 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 I'm going to do this and y'all are going to fire me because of this, like. It is going to be a shit show. Mm-hmm. Like it, I will make this a shit show. And then they talked about it, and I was like, "Okay, but you saved yourself. You saved yourself." Um, we can go on for days. Yeah. My next question is really quickly: How should we as black people move forward past this trauma? Living a life where it's microaggressions all the time. It's not traumatic in the sense of like being in like a natural disaster and like losing parents or something like that. But it is like traumatic. like over time it does like take a toll on your self-image, self-worth and all that. And how do we as black people move forward from that? Um, I think if in order for black people to move forward, we would need white people to get it together. What if we can't um, get them to get it together? So that is I guess the next question. Because it's like it's also just like uh, we also have to realize in our own communities what things like microaggressions are and like things against my, maybe even microaggressions towards each other and right. like still upholding these like still upholding these like racist thoughts um, like saying you know you're not black enough and things right. like that because um, it's just basically you sound white you sound white you like that white music it's like it's just music my nigga um, house music that's white <laughs> like, but actually y'all um, but it's, yeah I feel like Black. we would just have to, I don't know, we would just have to get to a point where we are all on the same page. Mm-hmm. But I'm also not about to try to get all of us on the same page and sit here and try to explain it to white people over and over and over because I can only do so much for them. I've given up on Um, It's that. like at some point, I guess, well, I guess I'll just say this now because we're going to get to it. It's like at some point, white people have to learn for themselves and do the research themselves. I'm not sitting here to teach you. The... Um, Sorry. But as black people, we just need to, like, I guess, just help each other out and mm-hmm. not uphold these white supremacist um, standards and, you know, stop bringing each other down with white supremacist standards. 
Yeah. I um the similarly, I I I think we as a black community, and it's many different shades and facets and like how it appears and all that, we have to get on one page. Mm-hmm. Because if we if one of us lets it go unchecked, it just sort of like perpetuates that. Mm-hmm. And so and we become the black the, friend. The one yeah. thing that I the one thing that I can and we become the black friend. And one thing that I can say, aside from the somewhat violence that was accompanying the like Black Panther movement of the of the seventies, it was like all black people, or most of them, seemed to be on the same page. Yep. Everybody was organized under one cause. Mm-hmm. Black liberate like that like that's what the thing was. And I feel like right now yeah. Because of, it's not as much in because your face. of Obama and because people seem to mix race and class together, like yes, they are related, but they're not like we don't live in a place where that's where they are exclusive anymore. Like you can be rich and black, mm-hmm. you can be poor and white. Like that is these are possibilities, and so I think because of that, some of us tend to forget that like we all fight in the same struggle and i think once we're able to get on the same page not only can we check other white people but we also can like be support for each other because if i'm somewhere and <clears throat> if if i went and then brought that up and there was like, like some like black kids there and then some white kids and like no one said anything even the black people like i would have felt like shit like I would have felt like, God damn, like even people who look like me like don't have my fucking back. And so I think the support from us definitely has to come. Yeah, but you also have to think about during like the Black Panther movement and the Black Liberation Movement, um, they were all fighting for black liberation, but also racism was way more overt right, than and that's it is the, and now. That, so that's right. that's my, that may be the reason why that everybody was on the same page because everybody was experiencing all the overt the, the overt racism whereas now it's like my question is just like pokey racism or like covert racism yeah so it's like well that doesn't happen to me but oh girl it do right and i think that's the worst part there was this one situation it's gonna be my last one where we were talking <laughs> about um it was all of us we were all in a room there's about four or five of us and we were talking about being pulled over and so um we were all just talking about you know how scary it is and all these things and one of my coworkers was like um she's like well i'm light-skinned i don't have that problem and we just mind you you know Hmm. And I hate yeah. to do this, but the I mean, right? But <laughs> the voice all like, no, not even light skin. But you know, like I'm not. That's that's a whole nother issue on itself. But I feel right. like in those kind of moments, you know what I mean? When other people are talking about, well, I got you know pulled over and they had guns to me, da 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 da, for not doing mm-hmm. anything. And you throw that out there, you like imagine how much worse you're making that person right. feel. Right. Part of the problem. Yeah. Right. And so I feel like. The issue with us is that sometimes we're dealing with our own, you know, our own problems and all this, and we don't have no one to talk to. Mm-hmm. That's that's such a huge problem to go home, especially right. me when I'm when I'm dealing with stuff at work. I hate that that I have to run to my best friend or my sister and be like, "This is what happened," and not be able to tell my actual coworkers right. that are also black, like. Like right, mm-hmm. you know. To me, that's I feel like that's where we need to start. We need to kind of. 
be the other voice. Right. You know what I mean? So I think that's definitely a start. I think it kind of, like, gives people that, like, they get uncomfortable by it. Because I know a few people at my work, like, really choose consciously to, like, subtract themselves, especially around the, those, like, murders. Um, I was, like, very actively affected by it. Like, right. had to get sent home. And I'm not ashamed of it. People take mental health days. That was my right. mental health moment. And there were some black girls there who just were, like, completely silent about the issue. And so it just... It's not like, oh, like we all have to sing hand like hold hands and fucking sing kumbaya. But it's like when there are things that are affecting right. all of our like mental health, all of these issues that have to do with our community directly, like you're you're selling yourself short, honestly, and putting the blinders up on very real problems that can affect either you, someone in your family, right. your significant other, your parents, like and and you just decide to put these blinders up, what, so you could feel okay about yourself in this bubble just like white people do so it's like to me like that is one of the biggest issues is like we don't have to sit here and like you know like do picket signs but it is it starts in those smaller more intimate spaces it has to yeah it has to and I've just so I've honestly given up on trying to like change the minds of white people because it's just like it's that is a fight that is just for me at this point and my like black experience is just like it does nothing but stress me out like it yeah, does nothing but stress me out at this point in the age of social media in the age of the internet when there are multiple people talking about it multiple people saying I am black or I am Latino or I am disabled or I'm a woman and this affects me like this and like all of these under other hundreds of thousands of people agree with me and we all feel the same way and you're constantly like that's not true well aside from that because i mean if i automatically see you and everyone who who looks like you as someone who's not worthy Mm -hmm. whatever you say to me like regardless of what you say to me is not going to be yeah i'm just the the moment that i realized that i was wasting my time doing that was the moment that I saw the phrase blue lives matter. Yep. Because I realized at that moment you knew that when what people said blue lives matter, they didn't mean that non-blue lives didn't matter, it just meant that right now blue lives are being affected. So that's what we're talking about. And that moment that I realized you knew exactly what black li- what, what black lives matter is about and was about has always been about, but you choose to ignore, to ignore it. it. So at that point, I realized I am not going to sit here mm-hmm. and turn till I'm blue, black in the face mm-hmm. to teach you some shit that you already know and then don't give a shit about. I think it's also just kind of like once you realize like your freedom and your like mental liberation does has nothing to do with a white person's validation is where you're truly be like going to be able to spearhead all of the things that you want to, whether it's like working in communities with people who look like you, other black and brown folk, because that's what it was for me. Like I just looked around at all my white spaces and I'm like, I don't give a single solitary flying soaring fuck about why, (laughs) like what these folks have to say about my issues because they don't either. So and anyone who does even call themselves an ally, like cool, great, do the reading, do the work, but Don't you ever try to fill in that capture. Bitch. Exactly. Fill in that capture. Press those where's the grass buttons Thank and, you. <laughs> and do you, boo. Yeah. And it's also not even just white people. It's also people of color that subscribe to these yeah. things and ideologies and like women that subscribe to misogyny and sexism. So it's just like, 
all these people too that you have to teach and know. also just tired really, like i'm tired i don't really fault people like that because i'm not saying like i fault them i'm just saying like that's i'm saying these are also people that we have to teach stuff to like constantly like try to explain stuff to but like, google i'm also is tired free. of that google yeah. is free. free that's what i tell people at work every day like i'm like they start to meet with me with an issue because we are vocal and we like to think of ourselves as like advocates and forward-thinking folks and they start asking me those questions and i'm like i love you as a person but google is totally free Thank yeah you. so so it's just like it's just like also i get tired of like trying to explain stuff to people that you would think would understand where you're coming from i i don't mind doing i mean i also am a teacher so i obviously yeah. like don't mind teaching yeah. people but what i don't what i'm not going to do is i fight with kids to learn mm -hmm. all day i'm not going to leave work and then fight with you to learn i don't adult i don't mind Helping people who like, like legitimately want to know. I don't. I have no problem. Yeah, with I'm not talking about those people. Things. I'm talking about the people no, that don't want to know anything. They just want no, to have an argument there, and they just want to be. Mad there are some people who are part of that idea of I don't need to explain anything to you. You can Google everything. You have a question, Google it. My job is not to be your dictionary, mm -hmm. but I think part of it is just like. If a white person gen like genuinely asks me a question about like race relations, mm -hmm. I would gladly answer that because what that tells me is that they're comfortable enough with me yeah. to answer that question because I know that that's not a comfortable thing to ask. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. But wait, what do you think I'm trying to say? I don't, I don't know. Because you're saying, because you're like saying like no, like I'm not saying what you're saying, but I'm saying it in the opposite way. Okay. So I'm just trying. I'm confused. As to I don't what, work in negatives. That's why I'm positive I'm not really, vibes only. But I'm not like really saying it in a negative way. Positive but it's vibes like only. You're saying no, but we're saying the exact same thing. Positive vibes only. I wasn't saying it in a negative way. No, but I just, I just don't deal with no's. When I hear a no, I'm just like, oh, can't have that. It doesn't make any sense. I don't know. I'm sorry. Because like you just like just stopped me from talking, but I just said the exact same thing you said. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. What do you want me to do? <laughs> Listen to me, maybe. Oh, that's a lot. <laughs> we're we're literally on the radio talking to each other. That's a lot. You have to listen to me. Do I? I listen to you, nigga. Do you? Yes. Why you have to call me that? Because. Because it's not a sentence. Because it's the answer. But it's not a sentence. <laughs> I didn't say it was a sentence. It was a statement. Be it's not. It was a statement. A statement is a sentence. It's which a has statement a subject right now. And a predicate. Oh, oh well. Because it's a word. Oh well. Well, that's why I said the same thing. Okay. <laughs> Just listen to me. That's all I want. Okay. Thank go ahead. you. No, I'm done now. Oh. So what are you bucking for? Just to tell you that, because I don't feel like going back and explaining myself, that I was just trying to say that, and you stopped me, and I'm like, we're saying the same thing. I just forgot what I was thing. talking about, to be completely honest. Y'all are on the same page. So <laughs> we're saying the exact good. same yeah. thing. Okay. I never <laughs> say we weren't. Same yes, you did. Thing. I honestly forgot what I Botanical was talking about. Botanical friends. <laughs> <laughs> you did. What were we talking about? Explaining things to people that don't understand. Oh, I thought you were saying that you don't want to... That you didn't, it seemed like, from what I picked up, that you didn't want to teach anybody. No, that, that wasn't what I was so saying. That, I was specifically okay, saying. Okay, so now, so now I know. So, like, now that Yeah, but, like, I wasn't even done, and you were like, no. And I was like, oh, Because okay. I thought that you. No, let me finish then. But what you were saying, I just didn't agree with. Because I thought you were saying something else. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, least for most true. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
We had to break the obsessions first. Oh, well, now it's time. This is what we talk about weekly obsessions. Um, my weekly obsession is Magic School Bus. Yesenia loves that show. Mm-hmm. She's watched them all. <laughs> Me too. This is why y'all friends. I mean, Yesenia Pestis. Stop calling my, my little job. black death. Stop She's calling her my that. little bubonic plague. Leave her alone. She's an angel. Her name is Yesenia, which is close to Yersinia pestis, which is the bacteria that is responsible for the bubonic plague. <laughs> not <laughs> close to that at all. Her name is Yersinia, and the name of the thing yeah. is Yersinia. That's the same thing. <laughs> I mean, it's like an extra letter and a different syllable. I think you called her bubonic plague to her face, and she was like, what's that? You. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like don't listen to him. Um, it's love. Anyways. It's science related. So <laughs> if she watched enough Magic School Bus, she'll probably learn about it. Nah, they don't talk about they that don't? on Magic School Bus. No, mm. they would never. <laughs> it's too dark. <laughs> All right, go ahead for your weekly obsession. Uh, why don't you go? Yeah. Go ahead. I'm still thinking. Mm-hmm. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Um, eh, I guess my weekly obsession at the moment is... Oh, now building forts with Yesenia um, because I was babysitting her and Sal and we were building a fort and then my mom came and messed it up. But before that, Sal messed it up because he wanted to keep laying on top of it because it was like baby height so he can get to it. Um, but like every time we would try to fix it because it kept falling down, he would lay on top of it and we were like, get off the thing. And then he gets off and he comes run back and lays on top of it. And then my mom came and just fucked it all up. And me and Yesenia were very upset. And that's your weekly obsession. Yeah, because it was fun. I was like, damn, building forts are a great time. She was very cute. We also watched We're Back, A Dinosaur Story. We're what? We're Back, A Dinosaur Story. It's like cartoon from like the 90s. Oh. She liked it. Like the Land Before Time? <laughs> Mm-mm. It's like, oh, like a comedy. Oh, are you talking about? Yeah, the cover. Aren't they in New York City or something like that? I think so. Yeah, yeah I've yeah, never yeah. seen that, but I've seen the cover. Yeah, yeah, She really liked like, it. Mm-hmm. But my obsession is building forts. I'm trying to figure out how to build a fort in my room. Very cute. I think I need Last string. week, my week, my week obsession was Bad Girls Club. Mm. So you can have, they can literally be ridiculous. <gasps> what? You know those Facebook things that say like this time last year oh, it was when you posted you. yeah it was when you posted it because you had told me about Bad Girl Club when I was like I don't watch the episodes you posted like the best of some girl on my Natalie, wall no no was it Judy it was Judy yes <laughs> I, meant to, I run L A that was Natalie I meant nice to thing. I meant to share it so you could see it again I oh, know I I know it yeah Judy's like oh yeah remember you told me this I got the voodoo for you bitches <laughs> I'm Creole. <laughs> And I was like, I've never seen this. You need to watch Bad Girls Club. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so mine is Apple TV. I just figured out how to work mine, and it is the greatest gift. I'm ready to get off of cable and stop paying for it. Ooh. I am enjoying Apple TV. Is it's Apple TV like, like a Roku sort of deal? Kind of. Like, you get everything on it. You get Netflix, Hulu, HBO, Showtime. Look at you, girl. Hey, 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 hey. Facts so, on facts. So you wait. So you pay for this little box, and it comes with like things for all of these. Or yeah, do you have to but pay like for the subscriptions too. 
Yeah, you would have to pay for them. Some of them have free trials. Uh, you work through your Wi-Fi. So, yeah, there is that. But if you have Netflix, I have I mean, a Fire great. Stick, which is like similar. Oh, yes. That's what I've been doing this week, and I mm-hmm. probably will continue to. <laughs> for the rest of my life. Yeah. My obsession this week has been with salt lamps. Because I oh finally God. found one from Home Goods. Oh my God, yes, I have one too. And apparently they're really good for like purifying the air as well. I just thought it was like a really pretty little lamp to have in the room. So mm. knowing that it had like really good, and I meant to tell you, like it's really good for anybody who has like constant sinus issues or anything with like allergies or has pets. Because um, like the Himalayan salt in there really helps purify the ions in the yeah. air. Yeah, something or other. You know better than me. No, I don't. <laughs> yeah, mine was uh, it was like twelve dollars from Home yeah. Goods. I'm like this, and it was heavy too. Mine, so, you know, yeah, like, real heavy. Yeah, mine's kind of like leaking. <laughs> mine, it's like salt around like the bottom part. I was like, that wasn't there. No, oh, mine does that. Oh, I do think it, it does mm-hmm. that when it's humid and like yeah, because it's salt like it absorbs it's like water and too. so it like sweats. And mm-hmm. then when it dries, when the when the I guess I didn't expect it to be like a real salt lamp I got from Walmart. Oh, no. Yeah, when, my little brother licked it, and he was like, it's really it's salt. Salty. And I'm like, mm-hmm, it is. But what I love about my <laughs> salt lamp is that my my new bedroom, the walls are red, and it gives off this like red like color. So mm-hmm. I'm just like, it's like a complete sensory like experience. Yeah, I'm just like, yes. <laughs> so I a love rebirth. it. Yeah. <laughs> rebirth, I have mine. Guys. It's in my box. I need to get it out of the box. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll I, change. I like, just put mine back on my room. The whole I, vibe in the room. I bought one of those little like misty things that they put in spas. You put a couple of drops oh. of essential oil. Oh. $20 at TJ Maxx. And that's like the expensive one. And they is so cute. Is it light up? Mine lights up and it like changes colors. I kind of want that because I have like a the oil diffuser where you put the tea light, the tea candle. Yeah, I don't like that. I have that. It works really good, but I'm out of tea candles. Oh, mine gets oil. <laughs> I had one and it would just get oil all on the sides. And I was just like, oh. this is too much. No, mine works pretty well. It's just like, I gotta keep buying tea candles. And They're cheap at Dollar General. They are. I'm just lazy. Mm. And then I gotta like light it. I don't last that long. Okay, you much. want, yeah, you want a I lot. I just need, like, the diffuser <laughs> where it just, like, lasts for long periods of time. There's one that lasts for 24 hours, and it's $30, and I might go and buy a second That's one. That's good. That's not bad. So a um, full day of, like... <laughs> full day of dispersing. Of fresh air. Um, But I guess before we get into Leestro Mostro, can you guys tell us a little bit about your podcast? Oh, yeah, shit, sorry. I think that they're our first, our first guests that also have a podcast. podcast. Mm-hmm. Yep, they are. Okay. I didn't want to be wrong. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, yeah, our podcast, well, our website is uh, www.coffeetalkxo.com. www.coffeetalkxo.com. So we just talk, we just shoot our shit. Uh, We talk about a lot of things like y'all do. Um, And then one of our podcasts, we did a few, we did one where we talk about Drake. <laughs> oh my God, yes. And what we love about oh, Champagne Poppy. Champagne Poppy. Champagne Poppy. OVOXO. <laughs> and then our love other one Poppy. was. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, I'm a little late on it. I thought we did like another one. We did. We did a relationships ones, but we didn't upload. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Um, our other one was with um, our hashtag Around the Way Brown Girl, Elle Varner. What's yeah. an Around the Way Brown Girl? <laughs> Basically, <laughs> the Around the Way Brown Girl is our way of celebrating the Around the Way Girl. Got it. So I know, have y'all heard the LL Cool J song? Uh, no, never heard yeah. that. Never, never experienced, experienced that. it. <laughs> never felt, felt that. that song. <laughs> Emotion. Okay, thank you. Yeah, got you. Yeah, so basically we're just um, celebrating that side of us, which is kind of... It's basically like an around-the-way girl is like a woman who does it all. It's just like pretty witty... Anybody who likes to go out party, come home early, um, late night thinker, like anybody who's just kind of like very street smart, but also like still ride or die, still ride or die in touch with her feminine side, but also just like works hard like a brother. Um, So, you know, (laughs) that's kind of what we we felt like Alba Varner kind of embodied that we see that in ourselves and so many girls who are like local and elsewhere. So we just felt like it was a beautiful theme to touch on, especially being Brown girls. Um, so right now we're easy. What? What? Go. I mean, just do it. No. What is it like the Instagram? Yeah, I feel like you just get this dichotomy of a woman, and it's like is it's just not enough. Like, like representation, and it's like the gray area is like where around the way brown girl kind of lives. Okay. So yeah. Cute. Yeah. Very cute. Sunny's an around the way brown girl. Vibes from her. I think she is. Yeah, you're welcome. Since she's mad at me. I'm not mad at you. You don't listen to me. (laughs) Um, you don't, but (laughs) I don't say anyone. I listen to myself, so you know. Sorry. It's not personal. Uh It's petty. (laughs) Get it together. You should put that on a shirt. We really should make shirts. I know, but I'm high key lazy. That could be on our next sticker, just remind me. Oh, damn, I could have bought stickers. It's not personal, it's petty? Yeah. I could have bought them stickers. Fuck. I know. We have them. We have oh, yeah, I gave them some. We went to oh, the thing. Yay. I put mine on my laptop. Wait, oh, do you have, yes. you have Lousy Black stickers? No. That's all I have. Could you never, I never got any of those. Oh, okay, yeah. I keep forgetting them. Just remind me, please. Mm. Okay. Please. <laughs> I'll try to remind myself to, to remind, remind you. Damn. We ain't going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't. Don't do it's it. It's okay. Um, don't do it. Do you want to do least troll, most troll? Yeah, we should. All right. Least troll, most troll moment of the week. Um, least troll moment of the week. Both of mine dealing with being in the kitchen. Least troll, I uh, cut myself cooking in Where the kitchen. Um, I was cutting uh, sweet pot- No, I was... I got some corn and I was taking... It was like on a kernel. I mean, on a... That's it. And I was... <laughs> <laughs> And I was getting it off the cob, so I just went shoop, shoop, shoop. And then I went shoop, and I cut myself. Did you use the Pinterest thing where you, like, put it on a... What do you do on, like, something? You, like, put it on, like, a can or some shit so you can catch it or something stupid? Oh, no, I just, like, put it in a strainer, and I was just like... Yeah. Let's hope I don't fucking slice, and then I did it. Um... My most troll moment of the week is also in the kitchen. I bought myself a magic bullet blender bitch. You're such an adult. And I bought myself one of those like hand wand blender things. Immersion blenders. It was $16. So it was like it was like mad cheap. I thought thought, thought it was going to be like $40 and I was just like, oh my god. 
But it was 16. Oh. Only thing is that when I put it in, is this normal that it like sucks to the bottom of my bowl? Mm-hmm. So that's normal. Yeah, you guys gotta like move it around. Okay. I just didn't want to do because I also had like piping hot soup. So I was like, when I picked it up, it would like spray yeah, my soup gotta, around. Yeah, you gotta so I was like, careful. I'm not trying to get third degree burns like yeah. and a cut. <laughs> Two, but that was my least true, most true. Yeah. Um, just combine them into one. Sorry. No, it's fine. Um, do you want you want to go before me? <laughs> um, my least drum moment this week is that I've been extremely tired. Don't know why, but I've been like getting home and going to sleep at like. Are you pregnant? Mercury no, retrograde. That takes full a, moon. Takes a man. All of that's happening pregnant. right now. Yeah, that's probably that why is I'm tired. true. <laughs> I'm just like real tired. Like, real. like I get home and like I lay down like across my bed. My feet just be hanging off. So, like when I wake up, my feet are asleep. And my legs are asleep because there's no blood circulation because I'm just hanging off the bed. And I'm like, my lights are on and I'm in all of my clothes. I just like fall asleep at nine o'clock. Oh my God. So I don't know what's been going on, but at least true. Could be Mercury retrograde. Maybe you're pregnant. fucking me up. Immaculate conception. (laughs) Oh, that man. (laughs) (laughs) The man. The man. Jesus, that you? Yep. Um. My most true moment is that I am the community partners coordinator for. Um, that was an accident. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> for the New Orleans Film Festival. And uh, so basically, I like take community groups and match them with different films that we have in the festival. And I would like to say that I got like. 50 people and half of them people is black and or people of color. Yes. Look at that forced inclusion. Yes. I was like, oh, community. I'm in charge. (laughs) Um, I would like to say the away team is a community partner. You did less than I would have did because I would have been 100% niggers. (laughs) The away team is a community partner. Dociety is a community partner. Thank you. Triliterate is a community partner. I literally thought about it because they literally beat me. Because all you have to do as a community partner is basically promote the film on your all your social media and like give do a ticket giveaway. Mm-hmm. I was like, I could have did that for Triller. We could have done, done, um, done that. We could have done that. Shit, okay. we got time. <laughs> oh, I mean, if you down, I'm um, down. But. but yeah, so it's just like I was like, hmm, how many organizations? It's like had a, a movie about voodoo, and I was like, hmm, what organization? I was like, Congo Square Preservation Society. <laughs> Yeah, I was just like, yeah, I'm just going to look up all these black organizations or people of color organizations and, like, just get this through. I was like, who else can I get on this? Very so cute. It's a lot of black people going to be up in the function. Thank you. So everybody come. We have great. Um, very excited for a lot of the films. Uh, yeah. I guess I'll talk about that, like, later when they come around. Okay. I could just, like, go through some. Yeah. All right. You guys are on the chopping block. Go, go. If you want to do one as a collective coffee talk, you can do one as a collective coffee talk. Or you can just do two. I would say my least trill was, I didn't even tell you about this, a bird shit on my head. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to be something like real deep. I would tell you about this. That's good luck, though. I heard that. I called my mom and she told me about it. I've I've, I've heard that. I felt violated. It hurt me emotionally. It's also gross. It was like at 6 o'clock this morning. I was like, Oh, that was today. That's why you yeah, when I told you I was washing my hair at work. Yeah, I missed that. <laughs> I was scrubbing up my hair all at work. Um, oh so that God. was least trill. Um, ooh, I would say the most trill of this week. Uh, we had our religious holiday, Eid, 
um, just this past week, and I usually never have work off for that day, like ever, like for the last like three years maybe, I've never had work off, and I did. So it was awesome. Cute. So I got so to spend cute. time with the fam. Aww. Aww. Yeah, been, so it was a good Family day. Time. Yeah. Very cute. <laughs> Friday. Yeah, it sure is. Yeah. You can see work got me all messed up. Um, <laughs> yes, that would be most sure. So it's combined. And then also planning for coffee talk. Yeah. Those two combined were probably um, most true, least true. Work. <laughs> <laughs> work, 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 work. Caucasians. Um, hey. <laughs> The yeah, <laughs> Caucasians, you know, with their audacity, that would just be, but I, that's every day, but that would still be the least That's the least true moment of the yeah. week. Mm-hmm. Alrighty, well, we've reached the uh, the end of the show. A little time? bit late, but we made it, you know. It's not about the destination, it's about the journey. That's yeah, the, that's the quote. Is yeah. that the quote? That's what the memes say. Slow and steady. <laughs> slow and steady wins the race. That's the one Is I was talking about. Is that about the size of the boat with the motion of the ocean? That's not what we're talking about. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> the kids were sharpening oh, colored pencils, and the girl was like, this little small-ass colored pencil. And I was like, it's not about the size of the boat. It's about the motion of the ocean. Can you put that pencil to work? Um, <laughs> thank you all for coming. <laughs> thank you. you are always welcome to come back mm-hmm. um please be back we will we really appreciate it yeah thank tell you us so where much. we can find you on the internet you said www.coffeetalkxo.com oh. that's yes. c-o-f-f-e-e-t-a-l-k-x-o.com yep. and our social media handles are coffee talk xo at twitter instagram spotify soundcloud anything else <laughs> I, wish, I wish we could have unified handles but the caudacity the caudacity the caucasians took it um and her name like molly though if you (laughs) if you want to name your personal instagrams or social media you're You're welcome welcome to do that if not you don't have to it's okay we'll pass okay (laughs) i barely use mine anyway all right well i respect that (laughs) i respect that i respect all right well um it's been great Um, my name is Petty Manis and I still need a pedicure. Me too. Um, <clears throat> my toes like. <sighs> so thank y'all for listening. <laughs> we will catch y'all next week. <laughs> and as always, as always, we loud. We is loud. We cute. We is very cute. And we black. We black. Uh, black. 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 Bye, bye. guys.